I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow, guys. Guys. Laura. Such a special day. Um, Can you even? Where do I even begin? This is momentous. It's a true merge, a true meeting of the minds. The multiverse is here. It is here. And we would just love to welcome to the pod Liz and Brace, hosts of True and On. Welcome, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. It Hello. is a oh my God. pleasure. Wait, can I say something that I've been waiting to say for so long? Please. Yes. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Liz. Hello. I'm that, so excited. That warms my heart that you're like <laughs> you're a hello goodbyer. Oh my god. No, I'm for sweating. like the past two years, I cannot refer to that show. I like refer to that show so many times as just like, and there she goes. It just like comes out as like, and thus it was. And that's and on that. Yeah. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Ladies. I'm, I like there it. There it is, indeed. I'm thrilled to be here because primarily so that when people ask me what I do, I don't have to tell them about Truanon. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of just – you know how like people who have like a small part in something, maybe they're like a like a background player in a play or like they're briefly in a television show or something. They'll kind of pretend that that's, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just going to say that I'm one of the hosts of Sexy Unique Podcast when people ask me what I do at podcast or at parties. Please. Today you guys are. Yeah, this is great. It boosts everyone's um, morale, not only, but like our careers. Like I want to say that I'm like a guest host of True Enough. Me too. So it works out. I listen I'm to you guys like every day. I'm being a co-host of stuff. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> um, I've converted Simon, my husband, to it. Like I'm, I'm converted many people to you guys so this is this is the only podcast that i think i've ever been on that 
people I know in my regular life listen to. So this is thrilling. Wow. Hell yes. I know. I should I should give my I should give I'm gonna give Brent a shout out because I know he'll be listening. So there you go. Brent. Uh, hi Brent. Hi Brent. Um <laughs> wait, Brace, I was listening to the game episodes of Truanon. I'm also a therapeutic boarding school survivor. Um and uh, yeah, I just wanna say Where'd you I was go? Uh, triggered. I went to Cascade. In Northern California. Yeah. 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 I didn't get taken. I like went there willingly, not exactly knowing what I was getting into, but I spent from like age 17 to like 19 and a half there. Oh, and 19, you got out at 19 and a half. I know. It was old. I stayed like willingly beyond turning 18. That's how they get you. I know. I was like brainwashed, I'm realizing, and then like saw the light, but it was too late and I had to like graduate from high school. So I stayed on but were you in were yeah. you in you were in high school till 19 and a half mm-hmm. you were you were in a rinse cycle <laughs> respect i was postgraduate vibes <laughs> postgraduate high school old, an, you were gap year vibes old, doing a, a high school of high school <laughs> yeah but i just love like troubled teen awareness yeah oh big fan i pair mm-hmm. where our dream guest is paris hilton actually follows the Truanon account, and let me tell okay. you, mm. I have DM her. However, <laughs> those DMs, much like I'm going to say, 100 percent of the DMs that I've sent to famous women from the <laughs> Truanon account have gone thoroughly unanswered, and I believe unread. Mm. I see this though happening for you guys. I do too. I think yeah. this is. Lines. We just need to manifest it. I could change her life. Yeah. yeah, I think you could. You guys in, would in both a, change each other's way. lives. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, she could change mine immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> I watched that documentary. Everyone that boyfriend was different. no good, no mm. good. Mm. And let me tell you, I know how to run a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but now she's married. She got married. She had that big wedding. Well, she once did. we get to my defense of Tom Sandoval, we'll realize well that is not why that marriage is not exactly a big problem for oh like, for the B man. <laughs> I like imagining you as like. The owner of a bustling inn. Would love that. Right? Just but, like yeah. working the concierge, just checking on guests. Oh, I can see that. Oh, you guys yeah. look wonderful. Yeah. I would love to tell a couple walking in, you look wonderful. <laughs> Lying through my teeth. <laughs> Come on in. You'd have to be in a little, I could see you in like a little red hotel outfit though. You need I'm to like do a kind of. At the bellhops. Yeah. Yes. Screaming. Taskmaster. They mm. hate me. Mm-hmm. Berating them. Berating yeah. Complaining them. to guests. Being like, you have no idea how hard it is, like yeah. every day, day in, day out, <laughs> yeah. trying to find good service. Brace, I yeah. can definitely see you being a like shitty manager that makes people's lives like completely <laughs> horrible. Just horrible. completely, completely. The place runs like shit, but I keep telling everyone I run in such a tight ship. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. the it's rooms are dirty. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> fucked up, but I just blame all my underlings for it. Like, oh, he should have cleaned this. He should have cleaned this. Just, meanwhile, there's no maids who work at the hotel because of my bad <laughs> attitude. <laughs> wait i have to ask you guys uh, before we like get into salt lake city mm. where are you standing currently on the scandal now that things have shaken out i feel like the dust has settled talk about what's like the take talk about changing our world scandal yeah. was our this was our year that opened mm-hmm. up everything I also feel like that like reinvigorated Bravo. I think so. Like I feel like the whole series. I mean, 
you know, Vanderpump had been kind of like chugging along for a while and a little bit of a like cult mainstay, I feel like. It had its like real defenders, of, you know, but it it was kind of like losing some steam. And then it was like a whole new breath of fresh air when that hit. It felt like it just like totally opened up everything for everyone on the show. No, except for Raquel. So what is going well, on with her? Is she going to be me. on next season? Rachel. She's Rachel. Rachel. Ra- oh, Rachel, Rachel. My God, but I'm so sorry. It's okay. How We're learning. I? We're learning. I know. She's not coming back. A- according to her. I mean, yeah. I-, I still think there's somehow time, even though they already wrapped season 11, I still think right. they can like digitally insert her somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, that should have been written into the like, nego- they should write that into the negotiations of like, no AI except for <laughs> Raquel. <laughs> Raquel. <laughs> She should license her AI to Bravo and yes. then be like, get the scan, and then she can be on the show as yeah. just like a series of ones and zeros that become an image, and then she can live in Arizona and just yeah. like do her thing separately. Yeah, just like get I'd your residuals that. in your like mom's padded basement or wherever you live. <laughs> her Tucson basement. I will say this for her. Is well, actually, let me ask you guys a question first. Uh, is she Jewish? I don't think so. Don't, her name—it's so. like sounds ju- like Ra- Rachel Levis, yeah. but like it does. I don't get it from her. She's you know like what a, I mean? Like she's a, like a Sonoma girl. I don't know. Yeah. If I always, I could see that she's agnostic. Yeah, I see, but I also see like <laughs> vaguely Christian too. <laughs> like she's got group. she's got some like spiritual beliefs. You think? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll say this. I think this is Tom's year. Sandoval's. I think this is his year. Because I think that we've, like, moved over the initial shock of it. You know what I mean? And, like, okay, like, you know, this, he did this, this, I'm not going to put a judgment on it, but he did this thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he caused some waves. But I think, (laughs) imagine this. Every move you make is, is, is videotaped. And mm. there are thousands of people, maybe millions of people, going over your every move, tracking you to see that you're, you know you're you're the perfect guy or whatever. And you might think that I'm describing the book 1984 by George Orwell, <laughs> whose hero, <laughs> whose name I can't remember, rebels against <laughs> the, what's going on there. Tom Sandoval did that, and he was pilloried. He was made out to be a villain, and in 1984. It has been a long time since I read that book, but from what I remember, his acts of rebellion were having sex, mm-hmm. and Tom Sandoval, his acts of rebellion were having sex. And I think that, um, as Fidel Castro once said when he was on trial for the attack on the Moncada barracks, he stood up and he said in court, he said, <laughs> history will absolve me. And I think what we're going to see with this next season of Vanderpump Rules is history actively absolving Tom Sandoval. Wow. Wow. I think that's so optimistic. He, I can't get behind that. I'm sorry. I just think Tom's worst enemy is himself. He is yeah. a nasty little freak. He's so crazy. He will do something to sabotage any sort of like goodwill that anyone could offer him by just like being gross and greasy and like hanging out at the Viper Room or something. <laughs> and everyone's just going to be like, eh, well, I don't want to do this anymore. True. But that's also kind of what makes him worth rooting for is like how in his own way he gets. And then mm-hmm. by 
being so greasy and committed to that, he becomes somewhat of an icon. Yeah, I think when he came out with when he teased his podcast for the first time and everyone was so <laughs> mad about it, I was like, we were kind yeah. of like, honestly, it's a sleigh. Like he's yeah. leaning in. I don't support him, but I I was like, you know what? You might as well just like take the hits and get paid. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and to your credit about to your point about Viper Room, we always talk about how he's slowly becoming Mr. Dip. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Truly transforming into a pirate before our eyes every day. He's got that kind of like widening frog face. That's like (laughs) kind of just like getting bigger and his eyes are getting beadier and beadier, you know? Mm -hmm. Greasier and greasier. He needs some eyeliner and then he's fully in. And a parrot. (laughs) He does need a parrot. And I'll say this. I do think legitimately, I do think that Raquel, uh, sort of people feel bad for her now. Um and I think that she should – she needs a career pivot. And I think that yeah. the obvious thing for her to do is like kind of go on these like – well, Dancing the Star is already taken. But like these sort of like ancillary reality shows where like you go on and like, you know, like contest kind of shows. Um, I think that she should kind of become like a – I don't want to say like a Ben Shapiro type of person. <laughs> but I'm going to be like I – think, I think that she needs to start like weighing in aggressively on world <laughs> affairs just like her – in the padded basement, not no necklace anymore, but maybe a different, a weird symbol necklace that people argue about. Like, yes, what does it mean? Totally. Yes. Uh, and yeah. just, she just needs to go in. Do you see sort of like an Omarosa track for her? Like, possibly mm. one day, like being in the White House administration, <laughs> being in a presidential <laughs> administration. I could see that happening. I could, I could absolutely see. I mean, let's say Biden dies two years into maybe his next term, right? Perishes. Mm. I could see a desperate Kamala uh, trying to kind of shore <laughs> up her cabinet. And we could see a maybe she'll be back to Raquel, her power name. I could see Raquel. Maybe she even go for a third RA. Press name. secretary. Press oh my God. secretary. The oh secretary. My God. The secretary of vibes. <laughs> that is one of the greatest ideas I've ever heard about. The thing is, it's like trying to like figure out what she could do is like very difficult because like there I will say there's something about her there is <laughs> there's something about her <laughs> yeah, <something about it. laughs> there is something like she's got something she has a bit I of think it. yeah because I was very drawn to her of course as I think many Americans good-hearted Americans <laughs> were across the, across the land but also like there's not a lot there so it's sort of like where no. she could go like i'm trying to think it i don't even think she could be a like cynical operator who's trying to do no. like content channel stuff or like trying to i was like what opinions about what like i don't even know what's well, up there I, I, as her husband i would feed them to her but yeah i mean <laughs> i honestly you know what i think she should get into is like um essential oil marketing yes I think that she, she should can... come out with like an essential oil blend company, like a whole brand, and start a like MLM. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> like MLM I don't vibes. think she could like really do anything else. She could co-do that with her podcast. Like yeah. that could be the main sponsor, mm-hmm. but it just is like her. the parent company yeah. under which she operates everything. Like I could see her getting there maybe through some like woo-woo anti-vax thing like i could see her sort of just being like i'm just questioning because she literally doesn't know like yeah what wow. 
what's up about anything. That's a good podcast name for her. Is <laughs> I'm just questioning. Just questioning. <laughs> not not to take away her like girl boss, girl boss future, but could you also see her as like like a sinister Republican senator's wife? Like a Ron DeSantis wife type who's just kind of like yeah. there. I she's a little too good for that. Yeah. Um, Is Matt she's like Gates too, married? She's, she's oh whoa. Actually, no, you know what? Forget what I just said. She should marry Matt Gates. Yeah. <laughs> she should marry Matt Gates. And then they should have a reality show. Yeah. I would love to see that. She could also possibly like be the like control. For a series of like, um, you know, like uh, scientific experiments about the human brain or something like that. So like she could go into like medical testing, I think could work. I will. I, I'll, I'll say that uh, watching watching Vanderpump, she was she was I was instantly smitten by her. And I was like, see, there is like there is some juice there. I think a really good move she should do is she should become a Subway franchisee. So her sandwich shop actually opens and she starts like raking the money in while this other thing is just basically a merch store. Brace is very upset that the sandwich shop has not opened yet. I'm pissed off. Well, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's a violation of sorts. Yeah, there's no uh, there are no answers. It's all very murky. Yeah. The like merch grab of it and then no sandwich shop, no signage, no updates or news is no loaves. It's no loaves. No loaves. Where are they? find the loaves i was looking at the like press release about it earlier because we were talking about it and it was like <laughs> there was like a quote was like that was like well we've we've got the point of sale system and then we've got to figure out these other things and i'm like babe they make it real easy these days like <laughs> point of sale you just system. need the ipad like <laughs> weren't you all <laughs> servers <laughs> yeah that's a good point <laughs> But you it's, need a Square account. It's like, just that's yeah. It. You could just People do it through Venmo Square. You. Yeah, <laughs> take cash, babe. It's okay. Literally, like... it's something about her is next door to where my AA meeting is. So I'm like, oh. I feel, but I'm like, I would You're go, I in. would go there like before a meeting or something. Wait, but so it's real. Like yeah. the space is real. It was. It was. It but now was? it's shuttered. Yeah, like it hadn't. An- Full interior with like this like intricate trellis design oh, yeah. and like sure. and, and baskets of plastic loaves behind the <laughs> counter and like it had an awning and then now it's just all the windows are closed. I don't know if you can see in. I mm. don't know if the trellis remains or the loaves remain, but there's no updates and it looks like it's just like gone. It's the commercial real estate market for you. I'm going to my meeting tomorrow night. I will confirm. Okay. Carrie, could you imagine sitting down with a sponsee after a meeting and him like carefully telling you that he hooked up with a dog (laughs) when he was on ketamine at 19 in in something under the trellises? (laughs) It no, it literally looks like downtown Disney, like a fake ice cream parlor in downtown. It's like it's beautiful. Like an ice creamery, a shoppy. Yes, a shoppy. Mm -hmm. It's a The Green Goddess. I want the Green Goddess so bad, dude. But we need to know these Sharing things. Sharing trauma over a Greek salad sandwich. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds Sharing, and, of course, sharing the sandwich, too. Cause... Yeah. Eating yeah. it like Lady, Lady in the Tramp style. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah well, that's not exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's it's fascinating to me that she, Raquel, well, now <laughs> when you were saying Subway, I thought you were going to say a Subway conductor. 
And I that's cute for her. She was so imagining her on the, on the MTA. <laughs> yeah, but like in in San Francisco, Bart is automated, so like she could easily like. I knew a guy, really dumb guy, who did it, and he just kind of stood there while the train kind of drives itself. Wow. I like yeah. I like her becoming but I feel like, like a. She could do that at like some touristy thing. Like she would have to be in some sort of like costume a little bit, like kind of like a like a cute train conductor for like at a theme park. I could see that, or the voice of. A subway system. Yes. Mm. Or she yeah. should voice Just has to record. <laughs> Your next stop is, next stop is 42nd Square. Street. <laughs> a- a- ASMR? AS- she could do ASMR videos? Breathe in. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> or she could she could conduct, you know, have you been to like wine country with the little like trolleys and like fake wine trains going yes, by? She could conduct Napa one of those. Train. She could be a Napa a train conductor. That would be really cute for her. She did love, um, it wasn't Paso Robles where she went with James to get engaged, but where did she go that was also wine country? Wait, wasn't it in Ojai? It was like was it? near Ojai. Solvang? Los Alamos? No. That's all the same place. It was <laughs> all kind of the same, but she she name checked it a lot and you yeah. could tell it was like meaningful. a very important, meaningful place for her. So I feel like maybe she should do a pilgrimage back to that zone. That's cute. We've I could see her, her like working ideas. at a tasting room. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of these jobs that are like, <laughs> like normal jobs. Everyone like, else you know, is like go monetizing. Back to serving, you know, is like getting into content. Yeah, we're I basically just, we're just trying to get her out of the basement. Yeah. We got to that's that's it. Lot, listen, it's yeah, it's I. I like, just want her to get an apartment. She you know could be a mean? better like, help be therapist. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, a text therapist. A text therapist. Yeah. Oh I my god. For you. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> sending, sending like one minute, thirty second long voice notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it is crazy. Like we are thinking of these when like Biden's name checking Vanderpump rules at the White House Correspondence Dinner, and like Raquel is in Tucson. Yeah. Why does she have to be the one to truly lose everything while everyone else profits? Because, of her. She's, because she's the lamb right. she's the sacrificial she is the lamb l- she replaced sheena yeah as the sacrificial. She did. yeah there was a new blood that had to be spilled in that way though is she not like christ she, she is. is she's a martyr she's agony and ecstasy christ who managed to rise which was, was one of my favorite say. quotes from the slc episode yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that, there was a there was a oh my god well speak religion uh, it's. I found out about all kinds of new Christians in this. <laughs> Wait, but I do. I have. Um, I have some points that I need to bring up with you guys before we talk about yeah. the episode about Utah. If that's okay, yeah. So get on my what, That's what we want you from you. Speak because yes. I religiously, since that's the theme of the episode, listen to your recaps of and so it goes and there she was. And and I, I literally forget what it's called. And just like they that. They did that. They did that. They did that. Yeah, they did do that. And I want to bring something up, which is you guys talked a lot about how, um, and I think everyone did too, but you guys especially talked about how like none of these character arcs make any fucking sense, mm-hmm. right? Like Miranda turns into a fucking asshole, right? Yeah. Like, like none of her decisions are like defend- defendable, I think, really. None. And like, I'm sorry, Carrie Bradshaw is not a cat person. Like, that is just so, no. that was like such a betrayal to me. It's so crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I was like thinking about it and I was like, the, I had a real problem from the first season when they killed Big. I was just like, 
I don't fucking I don't know what I'm signing up for <laughs> because I was like, why are you doing that? Because setting the Me Too stuff aside, right? Yeah. Because they obviously made that decision way before any of that shit became right. a problem for them. I don't think any of them didn't know that about Chris Noth, you know, but like before it became a problem, they had already decided they were going to kill him because he only wanted to do one episode. He didn't want to sign on to do this, whatever this weird project was going to be. And I was like, what are we signing up to watch? Why are we watching this like, like narcissistic exercise basically? Mm -hmm. And then as I watched the two seasons unfold, I realized like, oh, these are these women who like, I really think they couldn't deal with how their characters aged or like they couldn't like let go of some of the legacy of Sex and the City. Cause I know like so many people have talked about how it's like the problematic episodes and the way people talked about things, which like I honestly, I mean, I get it, but also is like, that was the times, babe. Like, I don't yeah. know. It, like, it just wasn't, it was our pre woke period and it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Carrie Bradshaw's a party girl. Like, they're problematic. It's good. That's why we like party girls, you know, whatever. But, Instead, we were just like watching these like, you know, 60 something women be like, well, maybe this is what I would have done if I was this. And so we were like watching Cynthia Nixon and watching Sarah Jessica Parker and not watching Carrie and not watching Miranda. And it, that's the reason why Charlotte's arc, I think, made the most sense because it was like she doesn't give a fuck. Like she's just like doing her thing. She wasn't like kind of wrapped up in this stuff of I think having to kind of like act out her like penance for whatever she felt didn't age well with the show. That's like my theory basically about That's it. That's such a good point. Like they were actively atoning for the sins of their characters. Yeah. But that's where it creates like a disconnect because it's like, babe, it's not your problem. Like yeah. We know that you probably don't think that. And, or even if you do, it's none of our business. Just be Miranda. But that's when it gets weird because you're like, but maybe they do think that they are that. Like, because there was a point during the original series where it felt like Sarah Jessica Parker and Carrie kind of like merged yeah. into one person. Like, especially when she got in her like kind of like hoppity do like mini top hat era of like yeah you like, know. The, like the 9-11 episode where it was like oh talk, it was like alluding to 9-11 without actually saying it. And there's like yeah. fall and Parisian music playing and. New York, you know, yes. it's very, it's, yeah, it's, I think she started getting into like embodying what her Instagram captions are, which are always like whimsical, like tomes about Manhattan. Trotting. Yes. Like, be, trotting yes. around on your, yeah, on your tiptoes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just, whoop. oh, it's really like with her little like peep toes, <laughs> little peep toe in but West Village. I rewatched it recently over the pandemic and like the whole series and like it's yeah there there is stuff that's like a little cringe but like mostly it does it's like not yeah it's not, it doesn't feel that it's it, anything crazier than anything else that was happening yeah, in that totally. time and it was trying to be progressive and yeah it missed the mark a little with some stuff but it's that's because no one had any context for it like with like yeah. gay you know queer stuff and like trans stuff you know what i mean like no one was like exploring that on tv no. so of course it's yeah. gonna be like looking back on it now but like they were trying i don't know it's kind of better to swing and miss like in retrospect than like play it really safe yeah. which is what they're doing now and existing in like a 
their world does not exist. That yeah. Like York? that's not a real like I don't know where they are, but they're in an alternate universe that I've never seen yes. or any human person has touched. <laughs> it's so weird. It's it was so fucking weird. Like watching it, I was especially the second season. Like the first season is weird for in like different ways, but it was like somehow felt like way shorter and it was like kind of at the tail end of COVID. So it was this like weird time where you're like, oh, well, there's a new TV on. It was just kind of like a, you could kind of get past all of that. But then you're like, okay, now you're doubling down on this and doing it again. Okay. And it's like even weirder <laughs> this time. It is. Like, yeah. And I just was so, I mean, I talked about it a lot when we recapped it, but I was, I'm just, I continue to be so upset with the, how dirty they did Miranda. Oh my god. Miranda was She's like the, awful. She was like the original like sin- like kind of edge lord of like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was like a true New York like she wouldn't be this inept with ma- navigating social stuff. Like she would get it. You know what I mean? And like Yeah, she had a TiVo. She was like yeah. the first person to ever TiVo. <laughs> totally. And she was yes. like she she like tried being and a palm in, pilot. Yeah, she tried being a lesbian Watching in one a, episode. Like, and interracial like she, drama from the BBC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just it just blew my mind that they made her so like she was basically like slipping on a banana peel, you know, yeah. and like doing like physical it's like I, I just that blew my mind. Yeah, she was the sundowning. alcoholic arc was weird too. Shibli Hobbs. But where did it come from? A backpack from? full of booze. I don't. It's really unclear. Maybe. And now, a, like a self-identified like alcoholic going to AA meetings in like a mall atrium, and then yeah. they just kind of dropped it. Yeah, that's what it was they were doing. Sort of like the oh, in the we city did that. Room? It was so yeah. weird. It's so much weirder than the insane trip to Dubai they took in the second movie, which is so at least there is like some camp quality to that that is so beyond any like it is it opens Talk about a brace. swing and a miss. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> it was opens, a, that, one, that was the worst thing ever. That, that is was the most a hate problematic crime. insane. Yeah. The Dubai tri- I I do know they went it needs to, to Dubai. Go to the Hague. The Dubai I mean it literally opens with a gay wedding featuring Liza Minnelli like it is so crazy and over the top and absurd and they escape and... wearing burkas and like yes. are just like oh in, my God. It's, un, it's an unbelievable movie but there's a joke that, I mean the pun is Lawrence of my labia which is so, I do know about it's that. like burned yeah, into yeah. my brain yeah yeah and also that just, thing is so awful but I then to go to the could show? not have been good for like Middle Eastern relations. No, at the like, time. Between the U.S. No, it's horrible. I hope no one revisits it. That's especially right back. now. I mean, that's, be, that's that's it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. But I think I think what Liz, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you feel like it was because Samantha was there? It made it like she kind of absolved that Dubai the problematic because I think just having Samantha there is like the missing ingredient for the show. Oh, well, I mean, that's like so much of it. I mean, it's very, I mean, it's very weird not having her in this for sure. And it's like such a, um, it's like one of those things that you, it draws your attention more to the issue with her missing than like the fact of her missing from the show, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. um, So it becomes a kind of like Streisand effect meta thing where you're just like, what am I watching? And then this isn't even a show about the characters. It's about these actors, like even more so because this whole 
thing about her not being here is because of the relationship between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. So it becomes this whole other thing. But I do, I, I mean, I, I want to clear something up real quick because I don't want to come off like I'm defending the second movie. The second movie is fucking awful and crazy racist and terrible. I don't think you're, you don't sound like you're defending. But it's like on such a different level of like absurdity than whatever I'm, whatever this like narcissistic exercise I'm watching these women do in these like in the two seasons of, and she was there. Well, I think it was also (laughs) the movie was sort of the beginning of Sarah's full lean into that Carrie, where it was like Carrie wearing like poofy dresses and like. Doing like, you know, when they're on, they're having martinis on the Emirates airs and she's like, you just don't get it. You know, and it's like, I think it was fully like the old Carrie's not here anymore. Bitten by Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Her clothing line at Kohl's. It like, the second movie I think is one of the best bad movies ever made. (laughs) Like it, it deserves... It is like a camp classic and actually just like one of my favorite movies to watch. Like it brings me so much joy because it is such a departure. Like how they got to that place from where they were at on Sex in the City is like should be studied in yes. university. But like university somehow, somehow what they're doing now with the reboot manages to be worse than that second movie could ever be which is actually like another feat yeah that they should pat themselves there is no camp quality to this no like and that's what's so crazy there's not even any subtext it's like all text it's awful it's it's suffer it's watching everyone like suffer and forcing the viewer to suffer as well (laughs) yet you can't rip your eyes away and you can't you can't not watch it oh yeah i'm so excited for season three me too i can't wait wait. i'm so happy (laughs) it is like maybe they're all in hell that'd be a good purgatory that would be a good kind of end of the series reveal like yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the hospital mm-hmm. show where it turns out they're in a snow globe? Oh. What? Was that the soap opera? It was like a soap opera where the last episode it revealed that the entire thing took place in a snow globe. <laughs> oh, in I a like different that. hospital. Wow. That would make a lot of sense for this world. And maybe Samantha was raptured to heaven or something. They oh, should yeah. just fuck. Like they I they should just start You know like how you were Liz, you were talking about how SVU uh, like there isn't sort of that like uh, rip from the headline stuff anymore. Yeah, they should yeah, just yeah. start filming and just like that every week and have them kind of tackling with tackling or like dealing with another world event as it's happening. Like but like SNL. solving and actively inserting the yeah, like SNL. Yeah, we should mm-hmm. just like redo and just like that. But it's just like us doing it in the way that we would do it. It's like the same sort of. It's in the same fake universe. The four of us over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we have to keep the script the same, but somehow yeah. we're going to make it better this time. And who's camp here. who, though? Who's who? Oh, my God. I don't want to be, be of I, I, I have very limited uh, <laughs> knowledge about it and just like that, but I do know that there's a the uh, a sort of um, – kind it. of phrase this as delicately as possible. <laughs> kind of like an ogreish character, like an ogre from mm-hmm. the myths and legends uh, character. And I would I would like to play Wait, what? There's Are like you a sort of JTS. <laughs> There's like a sort of like a you know, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Oh my god. You know yeah. when they dig up the bigger orc from the uh. the, the mud? <laughs> And they're like the Sauron is like I have unleashed them. 
Like I, I would like to play that one. You know what? I speaking of the Che Diaz of it all, like I will say, real quick, that was another weird thing because, like, I'm calling what? What is her real name? Sada um, Ramirez. Sada. Okay, or their real name? I like in the the um, interview in like New York Mag that they did. They were like referring to the criticism of Che as if it was of themselves. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Like none of the the people you play on TV are not you. I feel like I have to like shake audiences and shake actors to like remind them that like you're playing a character on the TV screen as a character. Like this is not a real person. Totally. Don't judge them in that way. Like it's like we're there's like a very weird slip happening with audiences, and I think creators writers producers actors whatever we call them now (laughs) content creators flatten it all where it's like everyone is just assuming that if you're on the screen you're playing yourself yeah yeah and it's like that's a fucking problem it is the singularity in a way i feel like merged they have merged maybe they're like kind of futuristic for that yeah because it does feel like the first show that really like you, I, well, I watch it to your point, Liz, and I do think like, oh, I'm watching Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. and Cynthia Nixon like hang out as themselves right now. But I've noticed that other. I don't know if this is like it seems like downstream almost from like wh- like insane like YA culture, right? Like that feels like the vanguard of kind of this criticism or oh, this like yeah. way of understanding. I don't know. They're like consuming content or art where like because i remember with the idol like i you know, i didn't watch that but i remember that like everyone would be like i can't believe lily depp is doing this and i was like babe that's yes. her character that's not her yeah. no it's something you know? something happened over covid i think specifically yeah. where like everyone mm-hmm. i don't know if it's like our brains got like long covid or i don't know but like no one We've reached a point where, like, actor, no one can write anything critical about a celebrity anymore. It all has to be like fluff. And if yeah, if yeah. you if they get any kind of like criticism, they like take to social media and like I know. defend themselves. And it's get like, pissed. what happened to just like getting roasted a little? That's just like part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The we- speaking of the idols, the weekend does that all the time. It's yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, how much cooler would it have been if Sara Ramirez was like? Oh, that's just a character I play on TV. So you could say whatever you want. I have issues with the character too. Yeah, you would have been like, "Oh, shut it down!" Like conversation over, mic drop. Because and they would be right. Exactly. Yeah, but maybe TV is real now, Liz. But that's I do think that like the, the like con- age of now we're talking about like real stuff, and I want to no, talk about no, the this fucking is, ladies. We, we literally talk. no, we've, we've <laughs> talked about this. It always goes into like real stuff. Like, and we yeah. talk about this a lot too. Like how it just is we're living in like a bizarro world where you can't just have things be enjoyable. But that's also, I think why the housewives universe Mm. is so enjoyable because it's one of the last places that people can be like monsters and you love to see it. And it doesn't, I guess there's like backlash that they have, but like in my mind, it's one of the safest spaces to just like be be reckless and be horrible to each other. Should we get into for it? For entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would love to Let's talk about it. it. Okay. I, I need to talk about a certain child of God. And in this episode, you might not even know who I'm talking about with that. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> Carrie. Need to find out. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty Utah Queens. <laughs> Queens. <laughs> 
Okay, so I just have to say that Angie K sending an Easter bunny to sneak up on the women and deliver invitations feels incredibly Greek mafia coded. Yes. And I won't see it any other way. I, yeah. The sheer amount of white and light blue in this episode was like a little intense. Yeah. I need, I think Easter bunnies, like, have you ever looked at, like, old photos of Easter bunnies from, like, the 60s? It's always yeah. really terrifying. and Scary. Simon yeah. is from Austin, and he said he used to, he remembers there was, like, a festival on Easter every year, like, out in some small town in Austin where everyone would dress like bunnies and run around a bonfire. Mm. And it, that, hearing that has, like, changed the way I look at them. Well, it's, it's pagan. Holiday it's super pagan. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's distasteful. I, I wonder... And I, I think maybe they explained this and I missed it. Uh, if if it was somebody she had hired independently or it was like a Bravo, like one of their legions of like mm. a PAs that did it. Uh, Probably th- that. It had to have been a little bit of an inside job because they were like letting the bunny in the car. On the set. Yeah. And, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's Which just, I think it's, is too far. It's a risk. Don't let. Yeah. That's and And the fur gets everywhere. But it's also a risk in a state like Utah. Uh, where concealed carry is very common, and somebody's seen a bigfoot type a creature, yeah, exactly, could just you know point blank just <laughs> on that, and it's it's uh, you know I'm just it's it speaks to the bravery of a Bravo producer to okay that idea, um, but yeah, this was a very Mediterranean episode, which I thought was <laughs> to contrast that with the I, I'll say this, I've sampled a lot from the Greek platter of Real Housewives television shows. They're all taking place in these kind of, like, at least sunny, kind of pretty places. There's some water, even if it's, like, kind of not... It's a little... Makes you feel weird. Uh, Salt Lake City is, like, depressing. I've been there a couple of times. Ugh! Ugh! You could pay me to go there. Well, you could. But it... it, it, (laughs) I, I would... It would take a significant sum to pay me to go there. It's depressing, and you know, it's. I know they're in Park City or whatever, but the contrast that with the Greekness of it is just—it's mind-boggling. It's a crazy artistic decision. It did feel like we were in a different era. Like I felt like I was back. I I will confess that I'm not. I don't watch SLC regularly, but I did feel like I was in like 2018. Like the taste level. Like it feels like I'm in a universe where like road beauty doesn't exist. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, like everyone is doing like Huda Beauty YouTube, like makeup Mm -hmm. and everything is like Amazon primed, like all of their furniture and all of the decor from the the party is like Amazon primed, like crazy. And then like burnt after being used. It's just like the most wasteful, insane middle-class energy, (laughs) but like in this, like this, like time capsule of like 2018 2019 or something it's like very weird yeah they feel sort of behind yeah certain trends will take like years to reach them (laughs) it's like pioneer days it takes like a while for a message Mm. to get sent they have 3g Mm. still there yeah and i like angie angie k's like husband style is also very yesteryear with his like newsboy cap and tight stretchy slack plaid well yeah he uh he and he i'm sorry there's a siren but they're coming to shut me down before i say this ultimate truth which (laughs) is uh the man is let's be honest he's in greek face and that's what he even comes out and says it but 
he, you know, he says people think I'm the Greek one, which you're kind of like, okay, but you're, you're giving people that impression by wearing the newsy cap. Like if you had the newsy mm-hmm. cap off and you're wearing like a whatever a Utah Jazz hat or whatever, mm-hmm. people would just think you're just you're just some schmuck on the street. But because of the way he chooses to drape himself, yeah, uh, he is well not drape himself, but like to squeeze these fabrics. Drape is himself. good for him, I but think. he's like he's like trying to swarth himself up. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's a bit. Yeah. It's a bit Greek face. It's a bit Greek face. Yeah. Why stolen one thing, valor? Yeah. One thing I the most shocking thing to me in this whole opening montage was that Mary drives. Because <laughs> yeah, I thought her whole. Well, we never saw her drive the car. She could have someone drive it to a parking space, mm. and then she gets in mm. and is at the wheel. That shocked me though, because I, I to me she's never had a she's never learned she didn't need to learn to drive. She's never had a license. She might not even have fingerprints. I could see. I I would be shocked if she had a a driver's license. Uh, I I I would say she might need to drive in order to go to McDonald's drive-through, but I'm mm-hmm. sure that you can have somebody drive you to McDonald's drive-through, and so like she doesn't necessarily need that. Her date of um, birth on her idea would just say no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why? 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 Why did you decide you needed this? Why are you asking me? She's perfect. Yeah. I love her reaction to the invitation is just to blink. <laughs> That says it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, that's she's, all she can do. She's never yeah. seen this. And what was her excuse for not going? It was that her house in Las Vegas was flooded a year ago, and <laughs> it has finally been re- in Las Vegas. Your house in Las Vegas was flooded for what? A year ago. A year ago. But it was finally repaired, so I, I need to check it out. But I'm like, you, in the <laughs> desert of Nevada. The incredible part of that is that, like. That's uh, she just didn't want to go, but that's the only thing she could come up with. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, we have locusts. <laughs> there, there's got to be something else you could have come up with. Whitney Wild Rose had sued. The, all the restaurants in Salt Lake are like, like Laura and I went there for a show, and they are all kind of like this, like, uh, just these vast like gastro pub mm. kind of eateries urban hill is the name of this one Urban um, Hill, and she goes the name is under whitney and justin <laughs> which i like they leave both their names that's like 4 p.m and they're both having steaks <laughs> i, <know>. <laughs> I <laughs> mean literally like four o'clock in the afternoon it's like you can see cars driving around it's sunny out yeah well, with 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 bravo <laughs> it's i always got the impression from all of these shows that, that they're eating like at the most bizarre times like It's like they're having, like, lunch at 10 a.m. And, like, their dinner scenes are all filmed at, like, yeah, 3.30, you know, in the afternoon. Because uh, that would make sense because it's cheaper probably to rent out a restaurant for a couple of hours, uh, like, off hours rather than it is, like, at dinner time. Yeah, and easier. They just did this. I watched an episode of the Kardashians recently where Chris and Corey went on date night. And they kept being, like, it's so nice to have, like, a night out. It's date night. But it was winter and it was light outside so i was like their date night is occurring it is 4 p.m yes and they're leaving at like 4 30 and they had a full dinner with like steak red wine and desserts and i was like this is not night it's not what's night. happening but they're all yeah. like these people are on sort of like a uh like a i i can't even imagine the hours that they go to sleep you know oh i mean it's got to be yeah. some weird like 8 30 or something at night i agree or with like you. 5 a.m mm-hmm. And it's this is all in Park City because I feel like, I mean I know you can you can drink in like restaurants in Salt Lake, but like 
it's pretty like there's no a lot of like less coffee shops right in salt lake and it's like caffeine. soda it's soda yeah. they it's like because they have to they, well i mean they show in the show too but like it like mormons and just i think the just the general culture in utah is that you just drink a big gulp of coke zero like <laughs> the second you wake up like Ugh. it's you have like you crack open like what's the like the giant the shit that they banned in new york like yeah. those level yeah. size sodas uh, but the diet version, and you just like pop one of those fuck. Could you imagine drinking a diet Pepsi to wake up in the morning? Ugh. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say back when I was Gary still doing drugs. Vibe. Yeah, I'd say like I'd say like eleven a.m. I could start in with like a diet Coke around eleven a.m. But so anytime before that is like it's bad. That's a little off limits. Yeah. Whitney goes. So how's your new gig going? <laughs> And Justin, I just pictured him. I was like a gig, like he's like a touring musician yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing bass he's playing s- in like a local band. He's slapping his bass. No, he's in the gig economy. He's doing DoorDash. <laughs> oh, um, how's your gig? I felt really. I kind of felt bad for her. I don't know. I I'm did just too. Like, when she, I mean, when she was like, "All you do is look at Instagram." I was like, "Girl." What is he doing on Instagram? I know. <laughs> if your husband, if you catch your husband like not helping you out with your kids because he of all of the social media networks that he's spending time on, it's Instagram. Like that's weird. That's not good. Yeah. And we all know how. Why they... as a man are you on Instagram? Yes, it is. It is. Why as a husband are you on Instagram? Yeah, because like, mm-hmm. who are you showing this to? Yeah, and... you know what I mean. Your your male friends. What are they doing on Instagram? And we all know how their yeah. relationship started. Yes. So, but when she was I like, know, I, I wonder, I, you know, the like picture she's painting of like, oh, I the bacon was burning and the kids were crazy and like I'm doing all this and you were just there on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. he, won't even, he won't even flip Oof. over the bacon because he's he's looking at he's commenting come to Brazil on Emily Ratajkowski's uh, latest self care post. He's commenting a, a sunglasses emoji on Emrata. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. looking oh smooth. God. Yeah, she goes. He goes. I'm overwhelmed with the new gig, and she goes, "You're overwhelmed. I am sinking." And so I'm. I'm. <laughs> we were curious recently because she had this whole beauty, like skincare line, right? And like a beauty mm-hmm. beauty line, and like so. Yeah, I guess, Wild Rose. So I guess Rose. that's sounds like that's not really happening anymore. From how she well, said she, it, she doesn't have time. Yeah, she's got a. She's the the bacon's burning. She's got bacon to make. God forbid you flip the bacon for me. God forbid. And so he also. And it takes some time for bacon to burn, by the way. So I don't know if I believe her story fully about the bacon. Yeah, like, yeah. it seems like she could have eliminated just one element from the story, yes. and it would have like sold it a lot yeah. better. But. I'm worried for them because remember when we first met them, they like bragged about how they fucked constantly. Mm-hmm. And now he mentioned that he hates that he has to always initiate sex. Yeah. And I was like, it's curtains for them. She's like, I need to have an emotional connection, which is like, first of all, do you? Second of all, like, like, do you can't do you have an emotional connection with this guy at all? Because if so, they need to lock you up in the same a, a certain padded room in Tucson. But it's uh, paddy wagon hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think she's probably just like this is what happens when you get like very therapized, which I think she has is like mm. she's like, I'm craving emotional 
resonance with you. But he's like, why can't you let me come like four times a week? Well, because she, like, she says it's not yeah, all about sex for me. And he's like, well, for me, dancing it is. Anymore. Do but you think he, I think you're right about being therapized because he used like weird therapy language back to her mm-hmm. where that I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. so I think that they're like doing a bunch of couples, you know, couples mm-hmm. like, you know, you need to let me un- understand my own truth in our space that we've created for our connection or whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. Do you think do you think when he comes up behind her to initiate sex while she's cooking dinner <laughs> and he like puts his arms around her tummy? He's like still got his Instagram opening. Like she, he's made comments <laughs> of the kissy face to Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> he would comment. He would definitely like because she and Sydney kind of have vaguely similar big, vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. big jugs. Big, yeah, yeah, they've got they jugs. Got, they got they got rocking uh, rocking hooters. <laughs> they do. Just, Who is that? The girl from Euphoria. <laughs> Who is Sid? Um, she also says that he took his wedding ring off recently. So she they, no. She says that, that he hasn't crazy. been wearing his wedding ring at all. And so she's, and she's... Yeah, they got in a fight and then he put it in a drawer and then she looks at it every day in like a drawer or something. Wait, that was so her. sad. She was like, I know. I, you leave for the day and I see your ring in the drawer alone and it makes me... <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's sad. That is sad. Like, you're correct. That's not good. Ladies, she's... if your husband is taking his wedding ring off and putting <laughs> and he's it on in Instagram. a drawer... He's on Instagram. <laughs> His to, ringless fingers, bacon. His, his his phone turned sideways so he can leave the QWERTY style keyboard <laughs> message to fucking. <laughs> I can't think of any more women's Dua names. Lipa. So, Dua, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> so he can so he can send a, so he can get in her not the message flame, request flame, folder flame. but the hidden request folder. Yeah. Uh, so he can hidden request folder Dua Lipa with I love your tunes, babe. Yeah. And there is no <laughs> clickety clack of the wedding ring hitting the fucking front of the mm-hmm. iPhone. Bear, Hun, he's raw dogging the keyboard. He's, che- he's cheating. He's cheating. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried for them. I hope they can make it through this like tough period. But if not, we know there's more in store for the wild rose. <laughs> yeah, I think the wild rose will finally be able to bloom mm-hmm. after the hill and conscious uncoupling. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for her. Lisa and Angie K go to kind of a genius invention i'm shocked that there's not more of these around <laughs> although this is not the way that i would personally execute this kind of business but a make your own candle store i was actually mm-hmm. thinking laura why are we not there i know i was like wait what the fuck how did everyone beat me to this like it looks first of all Heaven. like i'm worried about the scent yeah something about like scent open like, scent when there's too many like that mm. I, all i can think of is cancer i'm well, like this is the good news is that all those women are just doing whatever the like version of santal 33 is that they have so it probably all smells like some lilabo like ripoff yeah, yeah, totally although lisa opts for linen and she goes i'll have linen and tulip <laughs> I want to make linen and tulips. What I was like, whoa. I love like, learning her yeah. scent profile. Is yeah. linen, yeah. linen is a scent? Yeah. It's, it means like, of... like clean linens. Like like usually it's like clean like and fresh. downy. Yeah. yeah. Like a fresh hotel yeah. Fabric bed. softener. The place was called Wick Lab. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> made me. It's just like <laughs> I, I can see that. it. Like I can really Easily. see the franchise taking off. I could see it on Hillhurst. I'm just going to say. I know. I could also see it in like a North Jersey like upscale mm-hmm. shopping center. Uh, she, yeah. It's her, a mall store for sure. Her mm-hmm. um sort of 
I want to call it passive aggressive because it felt like that to me. But her passive aggressive uh, exchange with the the young candle clerk about uh, about the, oh about her son, her son. yeah yeah was uh, was interesting. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, this girl comes over. and She goes, "Are you Jack Barlow's mom?" And she goes, "Yes." Has he told you he's going on mission? Yes. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, I've known for years." Yeah, she's, she's like, "Yeah, like... he's been telling, talking about it for multiple years, and how much he hates you." Yeah, apparently all these women know nothing about their sons' lives. <laughs> no, I'm worried for Lisa because I think she's truly beginning to reckon with the fact that her son does hate her and mm. she's failed him as a mother to some degree. Yeah. Sorry. My dog is like flipping out at the, everyone who walks by one sec. And that's how she talks about her son. Are you Jack Bar? Yes. She also is like, um, I, I mean, she kind of openly admits like I failed him. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, it was kind of sad. She's like, she does kind of say like, Oh, uh, I can't remember what she said, but it's like, oh, I... Like, I'm not, not winning any Mother of the Year awards. Yeah. And I was like, this is a shocking realization that is not given the amount of, like, depth that it really mm. deserves. You yeah. also weren't weren't in the running anyways. So I'm not really no. sure why you're surprised <laughs> to, to lose that. But it's nice that she thought she I was. I think it's kind of sad to find out that, like, or to, like, come come to terms with... Like your failures as a mother at, from a like barista at Wick Lab, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oof. Yeah, and like the idea of like you never really know anyone, including your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like very. Do you think yeah. that she yeah. just drowned herself in the most like vicious sense that she could she could conjure up citrus? Yeah. Afterwards, citrus. she just it's the most citrus thing you have. Yeah, she like lit the candle. She's also it's like. She is the queen of Sundance, and I feel like mm. one can't be both. A great mother. That's so you true. either are a great mother or you're the queen of Sundance. Winston Churchill. events. You have to embrace the dialectic of being the queen mother. Yeah. And mm. then... The dowager. Yes. And then only can you kind of... <laughs> well, he can then embody you know both. <laughs> Let's talk about his, his culpability here, too, because yeah. he could have gone on to become the prince of Sundance, but now... Where's he getting sent to? We don't know we yet. Don't know we yet. don't know I yet. I know that she was like, I hope he gets sent to Milan. Um, it's not going to be Milan. It's not going to be Milan. No, dude, he's going to get... I was on Catalina once, and there was Mormon missionaries there. I'm like, can't you finish this in a day? Like, No, this, that's yeah. crazy. There's only 800. That's a long time to be just on that island. <laughs> yeah, like they exile you here, dude. Like, what are you going to do come winter? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's like, yeah, Whoa. his ass, his ass is getting sent to... I don't even Dubai. Hopefully, <laughs> just to be knocking yeah. on hotel suites. Um, he also seems really hateful to her. Like the vibe that he had when they entered Angie K's Greek party. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oof. be grateful. Like you're acting like a dick to your mom. And then I kind of saw into his future as like this devout like Mormon dude, and I didn't like what I saw. Who kind of, like, hates women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's kind of, he's already kind of getting, that's what happens when you get, like, when you're sort of pink, it's like pink clouding in AA, when you're like, yeah. everything's amazing, and you're sort of holier than thou. And I think he's having that with this initial, like, high of being part of this thing. Yeah. Well, this while church. not dealing with the very clear resentment that he holds for his mother. A hundred percent. Which is, and just, like, know. 
dismissing her as like frivolous almost we, we, a lot we of very this. bad mother child relationships in this episode actually so now i'm it's remembering son's episode yeah ld and the children later LD. on at the party is like really upsetting i, w- I will <laughs> say yeah. once he, he goes on mission if you knock on enough doors you might have sex with an uh foxy older woman and he could, or older, man. or older man, he could have a call me by your name type situation, but like in Albania. Um, mm. and yeah, call me by your name, but the Mormon Albanian, Al- Mormon Albanian, call me by your name would be crazy, and like that could put a <laughs> call lot... me by your mania in Albania. Yeah. <laughs> like that could like uh, he heal him in a way that w- that would be completely unforeseen. Certainly not the kind of healing that's available to like whatever therapy these people are getting on the show. But mm. I think he needs some distance, and also maybe he'll get kidnapped. Like I think getting kidnapped <laughs> by like a, Getty, a Getty style, y- yes, Getty style, or by like a bandit or something. Uh, would yeah, be, would be like a hill <laughs> bandit. An I think Albanian him being held yeah. for ransom, him being held for ransom, would do their whole family a lot of good. And so, us viewers at home, think of the storyline arc. That would be great. Yeah, that a couple of guys. Redemptive arc for Lisa, a, a chance for her to step up and mm. use her like yes. her delegation skills in order to. Oh my god! Do like a like a swap for money. Yes. Think what yeah. she could pull. I mean, look, for her, you know, with her skills as the Queen of Sundance, think of what she could pull, pull together, right? A lot. Oh, my God. I and know. we would get to see that, but in service of getting her child back. I mean, it's right there. I think It's like Taken, but yes. with Lisa instead of... <laughs> Yeah. You have Why did you take him? You have what do you son. want with him? Oh my god, he's been you taken. Have him. Give him back. <laughs> just like what a, will it take? a close up on her like cracked, overfilled lips, just uh, next to a cell phone. Um, I I'll say this: I think if you did kidnap the progeny of one of these uh, women, and like in, in real life you kidnap them, but you filmed it, I think you have like a not impossible chance of pitching it to bravo and maybe getting immunity and some money and possibly the ransom because if you just start taping them all the time as like a, as like, a, would do a, it. like a housemaid spinoff i think yeah. they would i think they're brave enough to they're shameless enough. Yeah, i think you just crack but i think code. it would take someone under it would take someone under andy to do it andy wouldn't do it yeah no it would take someone who wants to usurp andy yeah like which a would, now yeah. we've got a like fun little like succession thing going on so we've got like the not just the the um storyline with the bandit stealing <laughs> the child Jack. and the 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 utah taken arc but we also have that being orchestrated from the inside of the bravo uh universe itself by the uh, maniacal and career-obsessed underling of Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen's mm-hmm. cell phone buzzing underneath a towel at, at the fucking uh, Soho Equinox in the steam room. <laughs> and he's, like, ignoring it because he's busy being just, like, dispassionately fl- filleted by, like, the most muscular guy you've ever seen. And then he, like, finally... <laughs> so uncannily real. Like, that's crazy. He finally comes out actually, of the steam yes. room. And, and looks at his phone. And he's like, "No!" Like, no! Sven, what are you doing? And, but Sven's not yeah. answering. But he's like, "Walk." It cuts to Sven, and he's like walking into Andy's desk and like taking his name. Name. I don't know what he would have. You know, his little like a lawyer yeah. thing on the end of the desk, taking that <laughs> off, throwing it on the ground. 
Stomping the new on spinoff. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, Bravo, Sven. call us. We Taken have it written. Sons. Yeah. Taken. Oh my god. Well, so Angie oh god, didn't invite take Mar- him. The only thing we find out is that Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called her Andrew. Andrew. Angie. Andrew. He's got a Greek sounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew is not inviting Meredith to her Greek Easter party. Meredith, um, Meredith pretends she doesn't care. Oh, she's got to do the Glad Awards. She's doing the Glad Awards. With, yeah, the Glad. not great look for Glad. <laughs> I <laughs> love the one woman accused of like spreading yes. vicious rumors <laughs> about this straight hairdresser. Oh, I'm sorry. So she's trying to make another gay person and you think that's <laughs> – she's she's trying to birth one more gay person to the world and you think that's wrong. She's a convert. She's convert. She's exactly. a, she's doing her she's, mission work. She's con- yeah. she conversion therapy. And you think so? You're saying you think there should be one less gay person in the world? I do not exactly. I do not yes. say we glad. Use... Yeah, <laughs> I can say it. <laughs> Wait, can we talk Jr. about Mary and her son. Oh yeah, Robert Jr. and Mary's relationship confounds and astounds. What is he... going on here? I'm so freaked out by them guys. What? I'm. He talks like a baby with her, and it's really yes. weird. And he's Was like, "Is he in... high?" Maybe Fent? he's. So she she sits him down. They're like both in their PJs and her green carpeted oh room, and she goes, she goes. So why am I hearing rumors that you're married? <laughs> and I'm like, the weirdest thing to hear a mother say to her her only that child. she lives with. No, you Who say that. Lives with. That's the weirdest thing. And then her going later. Well, I kind of remember you wearing a tuxedo, which no, is like the weirdest. That's thing. The weirdest. No, thing. so she asked him, "Why am I hearing rumors that you're married?" And he goes, "Oh." I don't know. He's like looking down the whole time. He like he's acting. Yeah. He's afraid of her. He has the, but he has the mannerisms of yeah, like a slightly abused, like maybe just verbally abused a child. child. But yeah. like, but also one who realizes the camera's on and is kind of like l- yucking it up for the cameras because yeah. he was like kind of laughing about it in a way that was like I don't know, like why are we making this a thing? Like it was yeah, it was very self aware in a weird way. Kind of. He's like kind of were married I went to the courthouse a year ago <laughs> yes. and then he and his wife live with mary and and she says you're gonna have to she goes i love she goes you think you made the right decision and he's like yeah i think so and then that was kind of the extent <laughs> that of it. that that was it also when she's saying I'm hearing rumors, I think like the lamps and the couches are telling her. Like I don't think she's because she doesn't leave her house. She's like I'm hearing things from like the other the talking furniture in our house yeah. that you are married. And apparently the day they got married, they saw her and were wearing a tuxedo and a nice dress, and they ran away from her. It's so. And she goes. Weird. I remember you running away from me. Sprinting I was like, away from Mary. Who's yeah, just like which is who's that happens a like lot, rocking yeah. back and like you opening I imagine it's a house yeah. of horrors. Like could you imagine waking up at three AM to piss in Mary's house and like going into the hallway and like in a horror movie kind of walking down and hearing like a like rocking back yeah. and forth. Yeah. The rustle of a McDonald's bag is like a single fry is taken out <laughs> Tumbleweed. and eaten loudly. <laughs> Yeah, it's giving psycho for sure. Like she will be dying in the rocking chair, looking after them. Like, does she? Does she? Is she not have a church anymore? Did the did the I think, funds? I think it went underground. The fu- oh. Yeah, we haven't figured out what's going on with the church. IRS mm, problems, I, perhaps. Yeah, I think they moved. <laughs> operations have been moved underground. It's like less in the public eye now. But they have multiple real estate properties, so I think they have churches around. So I think it's just the Utah one that. And Shuttered. is she still God? Or did yes. she give up that title? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I think once you're God, you're always God. Do we think that she's grooming Robert Jr. to be the new God? Yeah, is he heir to yeah. her Is he heir apparent? Uh, I could see that, but I think that – well, actually, no. He seems insane as well, so I'm like I, – well, I don't know. Is it insane to secretly get married? Possibly not, but it is insane to live with your mother if she's married uh, and It's be weird married. to live with your mom with your wife yeah. and slash girlfriend and then secretly get married and continue to live yes. – at the mom's house and, and yeah. it's weird for the mom to be like okay like to to not really have an opinion on it and then kind of let you live there anyways if because it seems like oh mary doesn't want this but i think as a parent like if you don't want that and your child's like over 18 you're like well you can go find an apartment or like get a job or yeah. go live yeah. your married life but it just seems to be like it is it's a, a lot fine also, he's at the end of this combo. He's like stammering a little because he's nervous, and yeah. she goes, "Use your words." And <laughs> that's it felt like very... my favorite thing to say, which is like such a terrible thing to say to people. Use your words. But it felt like it was like this strangely deep voice. It felt like the Bene Gesserit and Dune, yes, doing the using the voice. <laughs> yes, yes, use yes. your words. She would do great. I mean, she could be if they inserted Mary into just like sort of um, high-minded science fiction films. I think that would be really like she would. She's a she's a reverend mother. She's a reverend mm-hmm. mother. Yeah, like she is. Like she is kind of something out of like some obscure science fiction book or something. You know, like people should worship her on another planet. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I think she's in conversation with like other beings mm-hmm. yeah. and entities. Yeah, yeah. yeah like she, she has like a kind of yeah, like a. Um, like kind of matrixy, like uh, what was you know in the Matrix where they go to the crazy like cave pit and they're all dancing and doing like weird, like mud Zion. Z- thank mm-hmm. you, Zion. Mm-hmm. Of course, she kind of had wow, and Zion. Of course, the Mormon course. connection there, of Utah. Course. Wow, yeah, oh wow. But she kind of has. She's kind of given some of that energy of like she could be in some weird kind of like um, I don't know like. The Oracle. Cult She's interdimensional. Or, yeah, interdimensional cult yoga dancing. I could see her in too. Mm-hmm. I, she, I, mm-hmm. I feel like she actually is one of the people in the Matrix. Like you know how they have to go meet like the Merovingian and like all of the other uh-huh. like wow. or the Oracle and stuff. Like I feel like she reference. is. She is one of the characters, <laughs> the Merovingian. Um, she is one of the characters <laughs> that like Neo has to go meet in like an alternate, and it's it's Mary, and like her words don't make sense. She kind of speaks <laughs> yeah. in riddles. And it's like she's like all she's of a- her spoons like turn the other way, like bend like in mm-hmm. But she's know, still trying to wrong. eat with them, like absentmindedly. Yeah. <laughs> Use your words. Use your she's words. Vague, but she's you, so vague. You interpret things. Mm. It just like you find meaning. Yeah. However, however you define it. In 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 like the sixties or seventies, she would be the cause of like maybe 100, 150 people's deaths in, like, a mass suicide. Like, she could have been a... Oh, for sure. Like, Jonestown. I don't think she could have done a full Jonestown because I don't think she would want to go that far from home. But, like, I think she could have done, like, a kind of local Jonestown. A living room Jonestown. If you could get enough of the sprinter vans together and fill them with people... uh, Did you see, like, a bunch of Nikes laid out on the green carpet? (laughs) 
<laughs> I was picturing like just kind of people slumped over on the furniture yes. around yeah. that living room. Yeah, and but she, then they all become them. part of the mm-hmm. furniture. And she's just yeah. berating them, but in like, like sort of, she speaks a different, like, you smell like hospital is like a different, it's a new kind of English. Like, mm-hmm. she it's, speaks. But it's so good. It's so good so and good. specific. It's I mean, so it's good. iconic. She is iconic in her way. I have a theory that Meredith is like the only person that is even allowed in her house. Like, they, I yes. feel like Meredith has to be used by producers to even get in there to like film with her because yeah. she I totally agree just say no at certain times when she came over i was like oh wow they because i'm always like why are they so close yeah but then seeing them together you're like oh they actually make a lot of sense as friends like they have they have a banter mary like meredith is kind of the only one that can like tease her a little and like yeah rib mary a little and mary accepts it and she's like the nice she's always she's the only person that mary is nice to because she mm-hmm. sees in she sees in, in Meredith a, a like a fallen worshiper of God, mm. Mm. and she she's just like she she wants to bring her back into the fold. She might kill her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Meredith comes Meredith comes over. And Mary's still in the same pajamas. It's a long day for her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Mary comes in and she goes. I'm going through a lot today. And then Meredith goes, well, I'm here for you and I want to hear what's going on. <laughs> she goes, well, I've been uh, asking Robert about his marital status. And <laughs> <laughs> Meredith's so like, weird. what did he say? And she basically alludes that like he is kind of married. He's kind what of married. What does that mean? Kind of married. When he's like, yeah, we're kind of married. I th- maybe we forgot of- something on the license it's like what yeah yeah it's like you go to the court like as someone who recently did this like it's it's a process like you have to like it's not like you can't just be like oh like maybe they didn't (laughs) maybe they didn't mail in their certificate yeah so maybe they didn't ever yeah so they're like so they're not well yeah or maybe they're just like maybe they just don't want to put labels on things you know what I mean? That's true. Like maybe they're maybe mm-hmm. they're married yeah. for insurance purposes, but also being under twenty six. So well, maybe they're married. They're for, poly. They're poly. Exactly. Maybe they're an open marriage. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think everyone in this is in a kind of open marriage. But like, yeah, it's the uh-huh. maybe is weird. They don't wear rings then, right? Because that would be a pretty big tell. That'd be to see if they're way. married. <laughs> so there's there's many people who are married in this show that are just not wearing wedding rings. I would love yeah. for them to be in like like a poly relationship, but then find out that also all their boyfriends and girlfriends also live in Mary's house. Yes, yes. And she doesn't know <laughs> that that's happening either. I think Mary should, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like hatch a bunch of people like spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it could be sort of a parasite situation where there's like people living in the house without her knowing yes she either knows everything or knows nothing nothing i'm but yeah, i don't I think it's nothing i think it's yeah, yeah. I, I think she's i think she's privy to some hidden truths that like we couldn't even like that would make our eyes bleed if we tried to even think them <laughs> but like i the unconceivable yeah yeah like, something like so like obscene and like yeah and, but holy that like we would we would literally just me- like she can understand tongues. yeah like yeah yes, yes like yeah. that's just regular that's where she got you smell like hospital from she heard a guy say it yeah writhing around <laughs> on the ground like she can speak to snakes all that kind of stuff but like 
it's I don't think that like she knows what like um a napkin is. You know what I mean? Unless, no. Like, like conceptually, mm-hmm. she might understand not. it's in front of her to use it because there is liquid on face. But like, I don't think if you asked her what a napkin it was, she would she would sort of hem and she might have dementia. Now that I'm saying this, mm-hmm. she might have interesting. She, I, you know, a little still Alice early, <laughs> early onset. Yeah, early onset dementia <laughs> or cult leader or cult leader or just a combination of or both. both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith starts talking about herself and she's like, these rumors that Angie's accused me, I just, they're so against everything I stand for. My son is gay. I'm a, which I was like, whoa, she actually said the word gay. Yeah. The first time that's ever been acknowledged. She outed Brooks. Brooks. And then she goes, and I'm also on the host committee of the GLAAD Awards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She says that twice. That's so great for you. That's so great for you. Yeah, Mary goes, oh, that's great. That's great for you. I was like, she hates gay people. She, she hates gay people. She both hates gay people. She's like, like shuddering. Mary so clearly hates gay people, but also there's no way Mary knows what GLAD is. There is absolutely no, no way Mary knows what GLAD is. No. Oh, that's great. That's awesome for you. Yeah. Great, that's Mary. That's great for you. <laughs> that was so weird. I was really like, ooh, that's uncomfortable. The GLAD award, she thinks it's like GLAD trash bags. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet that smells nice. It's also just funny. Like, who's getting a GLAAD award in 20? We were, we actually just, we, we were looking at Brett Ratner stuff. And uh, he got a GLAD award. Like, he had said uh, <laughs> no. the gay F word yeah. very publicly uh, in, like, 2013. And then the next year was, like, glad he won the GLAD Ally of the Year award. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I need a to, like... list of every GLAD Ally of the Year because I bet there are some <laughs> real amazing. fucking names on there. Mary should get a GLAD award. She should get a GLAD Ally of the Year award. I feel she like really Mary should. would hold her own GLAD awards and have all of her like yeah. her like teapot and her uh, would be would attend and like her like bath mat. <laughs> yeah. her, she would like set dog. up her yeah. yes her audience and she would like get up there and accept her GLAD award like accept her like hairbrush yeah. Yeah. and it would be like her glad award and then she would give her like homophobic speech that would then turn the audience <laughs> yes, against gay yes, people yes. well listen this is see this is why this is gay i mean a lot of gay icons are people that hate us so like she mm. like an ironic gay so she's like a perfect candidate for like she's she's wretched but like you're like <laughs> gays like women that a lot of a lot of us like women that would be mean to us. Well, she also is mm. is technically queer because she does practice what in many societies would be thought of as an uh, alternative sexuality, um, oh. which is, of course, <laughs> uh, incest. And so it's like she, <laughs> um, like she is, the, the I mean, the most the expansive eye. definition yeah. of, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. let's just say it's not a cis heteronormative relationship. Right. It's sort of like, it's true. It's a little different. You know what I mean? And so. The other eye, an LGBTQ Exactly. Eye. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mary. Mary. They make her a little different. They do. <laughs> She goes, so I, and Mary goes, well, did you get the invite to the Easter brunch? And then Meredith goes, Angie didn't invite me. And if, and honestly, that weekend, I can't even attend because I am going to LA for the GLAAD Awards. I'm on the, I'm the host. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great. Mary she goes, well, I'm not, I'm not going either. 
then I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going. Angie's brunch, by the way, is like I need to be there. Oh, I yeah. know it's like it's just I yearn for like snow and like a pig outside mm, at and like 8 I just want to like a lamb. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I yearn like I think my like lapsed Catholic like craves like rituals sometimes, and I not like the doctrine, but like the actual like the spooky witch stuff, yeah. and I like crave mm. that pagan, um, and it just looked really like comfy in her like really nouveau riche house i crave a all-you-can-eat buffet of just greek food yeah 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 i will say like of all the kind of like big bravo staged events this one looked like it had like real people at it. yeah it had love in <laughs> you it. you know it didn't feel like it was like oh maybe there was like mad extended family here and this was maybe it's like feels more Greek than Bravo in a way, mm-hmm. even with its like horrible decorations and everything. Yeah. She brings oh, and I just loved all the wads of one dollar bills of to ones. do. Oh my god! What is it called? What? The Zabika? Never heard of that in my life. Yeah, I didn't. I've been to like a Greek wedding, and they we danced in a circle, and then people would get in the middle. But I don't recall there being cash thrown at anyone but there could have been cash <laughs> i've been to what i guess in retrospect now i guess you could call it a, a, a greek nightclub in la called cheetahs and you definitely threw dollar bills at people <laughs> who were dancing there um there was do you guys do you guys remember when Lindsay lohan opened a nightclub in athens no. oh yes no it, it wasn't still athens. exists was it athens oh it I does it you confirm Lohan Club Lohan is in Athens. I I almost went when I was in Greece this <laughs> summer, but then when I was looking at their Instagram, the vibes were so bad. Like it's like all men, just yes. a sea of men. They like, think Lindsay Lohan's gonna be there. Other. And then there were bad vibes at Club Lohan. <laughs> yeah, you don't say. And then all the women that worked there looked like Eastern European call girls that had yeah. and i was just like I, this seems yeah. dark it's a big commitment to go down that road um i yeah. my favorite pick it's, it's, it, but it, i will say this the ancient enmity between the greeks and the turks could be solved by the one and only Lindsay lohan because not only does she have mm-hmm. these business interests in greece she is also close friends with uh controversial turkish leader uh, Tayyip Erdogan and and is is yeah. is uh, pictured hugging him in a photograph and so with one of her many yeah. U, uh, UAE suitors she kind of did a Sex in the City movie thing um, she did a bit of a darker mm, life life yeah. kind of a mix probably I guess <laughs> with between I've never seen Entourage but what I imagine or the Idol Ugh. and Sex in the City movie experience yeah mm. she was sort of shilling there was a period in like 2016. Where she was like trying to do sort of an Angelina. It was like I think she's fully sober now, which is great. Like she's has a baby, like she got her life together. But like I didn't know that. She, I think she converted to Islam. She did. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah, yeah. which is I think it's worked out great for her because she's like it's doing a great, really well. It's a good look for her, but she's also like friendly with Putin. Which is so yeah. funny. That's the most Lindsay yeah. Lohan thing ever. She's I'm like, sorry. Lindsay Lohan. She's, I'm sorry. She's friendly. Putin, like, makes Why sense. Why did she just end it with she's, she's friendly? She's a nice she's person. She's friendly. She's a nice person. But she was doing this thing where she was like going on, um, doing like a Princess Diana like landmine thing for Syrian refugees. Uh, I remember and, that. And was like sort of 
shilling for the Turkish government being like, they've let in so yeah. many Syrian <laughs> refugees. Was. Like, look at all these women. Look at all these women and children I'm meeting. And she was wearing like the, you know, traditional garb. And she was like, it was very, it was like, and she was praising Turkey. What she was, and it was just mm-hmm. like, also, I think she just had a couple of lost years on the old Arabian yeah. Peninsula. And like that led her yeah. into yeah. some weird play. Like she was doing research drugs that like that were again it's like mary style like if you thought about them your yeah. your ears would like start leaking pus um she is like yeah well also God it was her. like it, prior to that she had attempted a kind of like meta comeback i feel like a couple times like she was like oh i'm doing this brett easton ellis thing or whatever Ooh. which is like gonna be this this was like That's a long dark. time ago you know what i there mean there was that but it that came after the oprah comeback too yes. oh wait she so there but there was these sort of like kind of um almost like pl- like uh playing into like hipster kind of sensibilities comeback style do you know what i mean yeah. like not meant to be mainstream kind of like indie ironic uh-huh. comebacks that she's like tried a couple times that just like didn't pan out for whatever personal or whatever reasons or professional reasons and so she like can't kind of like do that again even though i still think people want it from her she was in i feel like she was gonna do a netflix thing and then i don't know what happened with it she She did did. she did a christmas movie and she was she actually at the end there's a big kiss at the end and they used a double because she wasn't she because of islam i think because because of islam or her husband is either she is or her husband is and she she didn't want to like disrespect him so their wow. their religion or his beliefs so they i think there was a full double while she was being kissed, she was in was like, the brett easton ellis thing liz that unlocked a memory i believe she was in that with uh highly me too bdsm actor james dean um mm-hmm. yep oh that's yes. right wow what a throwback mm-hmm. terrible i movie. feel like Lindsay could kill it if she started a like based trad wife yeah. account that was like yeah but like you know, Islamic. Yeah. She... Especially with like a baby now. Yeah. yeah. She's East meets West. Mm-hmm. And her red hair, like she could totally do a lot of like trad wife content that yeah. people would. That's a great really, like pivot. thing about being a woman is that you always have the opportunity to have a baby and completely rebrand. Yes. Yeah. 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 We forgive. Well, the great you're, thing about being you're a either guy the whore. Yeah. is that you can have a baby you never and then... have to be. You can leave town. <laughs> <laughs> you can just pee. Dee Dee Ramone's got like 40 kids in South America, dude. It's just, he's, it's sometimes you just have the kid and you say, hey, you know what? You're going to grow up to be great, but I'm not going to see it. And I love you, kind of. Or I would have if things were different. Uh, and I wish you the best. This will stay with you. I'll change. I'm changing your life forever right now, and then you just. <laughs> I'm gonna let you take it from yeah, here. You, you got it. <laughs> I believe you. You're strong. I be, I love you, ish, big man. Like you're gonna do great things, possibly if things go certain directions for you. But <laughs> don't but keep don't, me updated. I don't need to know about it. And I'm just on to the next. On to the next port of call. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? 
so sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine 
The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of dads, Angie's dad is adorable. He's this mm. Greek widow yes. who has seven kids, and he was an immigrant and raised a good brood, and he's just like a sweet man who I don't know if he ever remarried after her mom passed. He's no, he's still um, single. He's still single. Oh, he's single. Mm-hmm. He's a catch. He's a catch. He's kind of hot. He is the only normal-looking person in the brush. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, so it's, in the, in the two-mile radius. It's actually kind of jarring when he comes on screen because you're like, oh, my God. It looks like how it's CGI looked in, like, the late 90s or something where, like, a yeah. quiet, like Jar Jar Binks, you're like, that's not real. And it's, yeah. like, it's the opposite yeah. effect totally. where, like, he looks too real to be in there. Uh, no, he's yeah. – there's a mother that he connects to. Monica's mom. Monica's who is LD. A... LD. LD. Well, so Mary Ooh. calls really quick, calls to say yeah. her excuse for not coming. And she goes, she goes through the whole, like, my house in Vegas flooded a year ago. I have to go check it out. And Angie's like, okay. Um, and Mary goes, you know, I, I just, I feel bad. And that's real. And Angie goes, well, yes. I'm really glad that you're able to feel something. And then Mary kind of chuckles and they say goodbye. But at the very end, like right before they hang up, you just hear Mary go, cool <laughs> <laughs> well she's she's no longer in that she started a different conversation with the yeah with the yeah. armoire at that point <laughs> she's ta- yeah she's talking to her she's urn. like fully seen the armoire's doors open and like tell her yeah tell her secret truths <laughs> yes it's like in beauty and the beast with it all really of the, like, it's, it's, like, it's like a little bit yeah. beauty and the beast a little bit ellen burst in requiem for a dream yes 100 yes. percent. oh my yeah. god imagine imagine her in the beauty of the beast oh universe. my god oh. requiem then... for a dream you oh what it maybe no it's purely natural i was gonna say maybe it's a synthetic sort of dementia that she has but no i believe she's i don't think god, so god and when did she said that. When she said, and that's real, she had to say it so that she was like acknowledging this is a real thing oh, I'm it's saying like when, as when, opposed to. When you're supposed to like, like name three things around you or whatever, it's like. Yes. And that's real. And that's, it's and like just a, like cement a your own reality. Yeah. 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 It's a grounding exercise for her. Heather brings lemon, nine lemons. Mm-hmm. Liz, nine lemons. Liz offered to bring lemons to the Zoom. And, a cu- and I'll say this she brought a couple of watermelons too. 
Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I apologize for that. that I feel bad because I was like, is is that like a reference that like, was she trying to make a big splash or what did I miss? Could there? be a Greek thing. It's like a. I think it was maybe a Greek. I think she like did some a little research because Heather's always like an overachiever type, and I think yeah, she, I think I was, it's some sort of. Well, I thought it was like maybe a Greek thing, but then I thought that it was like a reference to Shannon Bedore saying, "When life gives you lemons, put nine in a bowl." Like I felt like it had oh. some sort of significance to that. But like, what is like what? Why nine? But what's the why yeah and why shannon why now i gotta be honest with you guys i looked up nine lemons greek on google and the first thing that comes up is heather gage lemons for angie i can't say her last name's brunch and i'm not seeing anything about nine lemons or could it have just been that she was bringing bringing lemons counted them and it's like making a joke like i brought so many lemons i brought nine lemons yeah dude no nine lemons is not a Thing. When life gives you lemons, make one. Put nine in a bowl. Yeah. But I yeah. think that put Shannon had a healer tell her that she needed uh, to put nine lemons in a bowl whoa. to so like, like a... enhance energy mm. in her household mm. or something. And so then it became her tagline for a season. That's right. And the, yeah. but so I thought maybe it's a nod to that, or it's like just nice That's... to bring nine lemons. It's That'd very inside crazy. baseball. Yeah. yeah. It does feel a little inside and also a little passive aggressive. Is it like, we need to change that? But it's also like, <laughs> Maybe. I'm sorry, if someone brought me like nine lemons, I'd be like, oh, That's great. True. So cool. I'm going to use two of these and throw seven away. Yeah. Thank you. Nine lemons in a bowl. Not This is a feng shui thing, I guess. East where meets it west. Says, oh, okay. East meets west. Yeah. It's um, the number nine is a lucky number. And lemons are important, mm. is what I'm gathering. <laughs> and it... Okay, she saw something on Pinterest. She did. And That's, was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She saw a card on Pinterest with like the curly handwriting that was like, bring nine lemons to your next event, like party. Yeah, it's like a longevity. Uh, nine is the number of happiness and longevity, and lemons are a fruit oh, we God. associate practically only in a good way. Hmm. And nine lemons mm. in a bowl provides positive decoration and also cleanses the room of negative energy. Nine lemons like in a, a bowl slight... is like a, such a memoir title. Yeah, nine lemons in a bowl, and it nine also didn't work because the energy was pretty bad. I Pain would is. say. Yeah. Well, Heather it goes to Sean. Turn. She goes, "You look amazing." God, where do you get your such nice clothes? And he goes, "My gay boyfriend." <laughs> Which I was like, "All right, I like that. my gay boyfriend." Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> if you want to deny, it's the like truth. he's also gay for saying that. Yeah, he's super gay, but like, yeah. I like that he was like. Lolling with it. I heard this. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question here. I heard a guy uh, share about his experience with drugs and alcohol recently, and the entire time he kept saying, uh, "And I had get." He would. He was much of it was about his sex (laughs) life, and he kept referring to sex that he had. It took me a while to figure out he was gay because he kept referring to all sex that he had as gay sex. And is that that's you don't say that. It would just be sex. uh, I think you can like. I think you qualify, like, in the beginning if you want to, like, I'm gay, for reference. And then when you say, mm. I've had sex, people will assume with a man or a woman, if you're a woman. This was just, like, a big Staten Island guy is like, yeah, first time I drank, first time I had gay sex. And I'm like, well, have you ever had any other kind? Like, it seems like that was kind of, like, the <laughs> gay main. Sex. You, you were rocking that with that very... the whole time. 
Staten Island gay yeah. way yes. to put it is like I feel like all Staten Island gays say it's not sex to them. It's gay sex. It's gay sex. So his it's gay true. boyfriend. His gay yeah. boyfriend. Mm. But yeah, Angie makes a speech and she's like, I've always loved this. I've always loved this holiday and what it represents, the resurrection. She goes, and it's- like Christ, we will rise. Our family will rise. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're comparing yourself to Christ in the... <laughs> In the in that your husband, there were rumors about your husband like topping Salt Lake Twinks. Yes, I love this. Which, like, by the way, in that in that context, you want to reference rising? No, no. (laughs) But also the way that she described what 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 Jesus went through in that cave was like he managed to rise. (laughs) It was like I don't think that's he wasn't like try like he couldn't do it, and then one day he was able to like summon the strength to get up. That's like not how it how it all happened. Liz, think about this because I think you're reading that the exact opposite way. She could have been making a painful for her long metaphorical speech about her and her gay husband's sex life because the cave oh. – I'm not trying to say whatever here – struggling to rise. Her cave. And she's sort of hoping for a resurrection, maybe a conversion, much like Christ's disciples brought upon the Roman Empire, a conversion possibly to – well, I guess Jesus didn't go back in the cave, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that it kind of, you know, I'm not saying she's great at metaphors here. But Jesus came in the cave. Jesus, yeah. Jesus he rose from the he dead. He flooded the cave. <laughs> when he just busted <laughs> in that cave. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's true. She. Got, I also love the cake with the Greek Orthodox, like, yes. painting. Oh God, I was like, yeah. I need this. Also, I, I would cool say the, the priest they had, in my head, all Orthodox priests are like, and like the yeah. big beard and like but he was like yeah. bright he had like bright black on he was Strange. giving cunt he was he, yeah and then i also love lisa barlow still wearing her sunglasses indoors i know it cuts to her during that and she's a full like aviator mirrored aviator lens it was insanely bright <laughs> yes. in there yeah. i will say it, very it was like the whitest the white like the walls were like optic white yeah the 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 tablecloths were optic white. It looked like, like it was like being inside a veneer. <laughs> it was so fucking bright in it there. Was. It was crazy. And the snow outside is refracting that light. It's like being in a. It, it kind of feels yes. like a big dentist's office or something. Mm-hmm. And it looked. It just looked like yeah, like everything had been like stripped with bleach yeah. or something. Deep and cleansing. like yes. Totally. Um, and Heather goes Christos Anisti, and then. The priest, I was like, he's going to start exercising Wild Rose. <laughs> what if, <laughs> if they have like a full like demonic battle where when he's like. That would be so exciting. When, like they're like going head to head, like like a really like physical, not like the exorcism in the movie with the little girl with the, with, you know, tied to the bedpost, but she's yeah. like fully like, <sighs> and he's like hitting her on the head and like keeping her Wild back. Rose in the corner. Yeah. In the corner of the ceiling, oh, yeah. hereditary yes. style. Yes. I think he should exercise LD, who is most certainly possessed <laughs> by <laughs> somewhat of a demon. Uh, so, yes, that demon was on her blazer. That brooch yes. she was wearing. If that, I may, if I may tell it, crazy. A, 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 I knew a guy who was very Tom Sandoval, uh, Johnny Depp style guy mm-hmm. named LD. And the entire time, I thought it stood for like 
Lawrence Daniels or something. Um, <laughs> and then he tried to get me and three girls that I know to come and hang out with. The, well, he was just not trying to get he was actually very much trying not to get me. He's trying <laughs> to get these three girls that I was with at a bar to go hang out with the band The Killers at their Ooh. hotel suite. Ooh. And he was like, hey, like, like his like necklaces were jingling like, and like his rings were, you know, <laughs> making audible noises. Oh. Five rings. And this was like in 2008 when five rings was kind of crazy. Uh, like hardcore pirate yeah. times. They were not, the girls were not having, I was thrilled. And, um, but I was like, yeah, we'll absolutely go. The girls would be, no, don't listen. They'd be excited. And I was like, anyway, what does LD stand for? And he goes, El Diablo. And so <laughs> there you go. You might have met Satan. I might have met Satan. I did. <laughs> Indy Sleaze Electro Clash Satan. I did go to the killer's hotel yeah. room that night unaccompanied. Uh, and th- to the great disappointment of the person who answered the door, uh, and there was no girls or anyone there. And I just ended up stealing all of the toiletries um, that the hotel Good had. Good for you. So I went home and got a bunch of towels and stuff. And a coronita. <laughs> 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 That's what you do. The real El Diablo. The, the real story. El Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> um, Heather and Lisa start to like. Heather is obsessed with Lisa's son going on mission, and she needs yes. to like chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. It's creeping Get me over out. It. Well, it's clearly a sensitive subject, and I know that all the housewives—that's what they got to do. They yeah. got to bring poke, up poke, poke, the poke, subjects poke. to get the. To poke, but it's like to get TV time, right? Like you have to like sort of instigate all of this shit. Okay, okay, I understand the game. But like clearly this is like upsetting her, you know? Like, And she doesn't really have a good answer for any of it other than having to be like, yeah, I'm a shitty mom. Yeah. And also, Heather, it's like, I get, yeah, I get she's like clearly traumatized. There's a part of her that still longs to be in the church, I think. She's like mm-hmm. a very pedigreed Mormon girl. Like her family is yeah. like steeped in its, the church's history. So like I get that, but she's like, this is a kid. He's like 17. Like yeah. <laughs> pick on someone your own size. I know. And Heather was obviously like brainwashed at some point. So I feel for her having to like go through that as a teenager and then like, lose that part of her life and have to reconcile with that in adulthood but i mean i've known ex-mormons it's it's tough you know i knew a girl who got uh kicked out of her family for getting an ear piercing when she was a teenager and it's like you know obviously i was like she i don't think she wanted to be mormon anyway anyways anymore but like you know you kind of lose if you grow up steeped in that like you know there's this sort of like missing thing that was there all your life yeah but also, like, it's you. I mean, I agree. But then also, like, babe, you're on Real Housewives of you Salt Lake. You are on Real Housewives <laughs> like, of Salt Lake. You're sort of like still stewing in the, in you, the you mix could, of it. You, you know what I moved mean? Like, away from the one you, you woman state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, if <laughs> you really wanted to get out, mm-hmm. you could have. Go to. And I don't mean that in a way of a, like, just move if you don't like it. Like, I don't mean it in that way. But, like, if you're literally trying to, like, you know, go clear or whatever <laughs> or is it the opposite i can't remember um like get out of there babe like run out of the horror house you know the horror show get out of there yeah i think she's yeah she's living in like a haunted maze kind of mm-hmm. of like her and yeah. i think jack she's like latched on to jack and mm-hmm. you know she's talking about it with her daughter who's like yeah like if he wants to do that that's cool you know like heather's like no is it it's horrible it's terrible. There's no saving Jack. Jack's now on his own journey, and 
it might lead to him getting taken and Heather has to accept that. Mm-hmm. Taken. I love her mm-hmm. tying it back. <laughs> Where are you taking him? Why'd you take him? <laughs> I love her Heather going, is that why you don't want to read my book? <laughs> like it all, oh, comes, yes. I think it all actually comes back to like, yeah. why aren't you reading my What's book? What's your book, Bad Mormon? Yeah. Bad Mormon. Bad Mormon? Yeah. I mean, I'm a worse Mormon than she is. I'm Jewish. You know, it's like this <laughs> bad Mormon. There's plenty of people are the worse Mormons. Mormon. Exactly. That's one of the worst kind of Mormons you can be. That's um, Yeah, I think that was that's really what the underlying issue is like she's just mad she wanted Lisa to read her book. <laughs> Which I kind of get. I like that pettiness of like How many people do you think have read Bad Mormon? More than you would think, I bet. Yeah. I don't know if it was a New York I think Times that these women can like but... They moved. Yeah, Prada. pull some fan, some fan stuff. For it was sure. a seller. Wasn't. <laughs> I feel like it did great on Kindle. Yeah, it feels oh, like a Kindle oh, I, book. There's almost zero Our chance audio. a single physical copy was sold. Mm. Um, yeah, audio. Did she? Well, unless she, did maybe she reads it. But uh, I, although the, I can't see any of the housewives maintaining the discipline for an audio book reading session because yeah. that's, mm. that's a you got to retake it all the time. But um, Prince Harry did. He did, but. Oh, we did I listened to the entirety of it. He is a simple so him saying Halo, him <laughs> Prince Harry talking about playing Halo and like reading out screen names in his like measured, like audible, exclusive tone is the, one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. He's a he's a poor unfortunate soul. He's like literally an imbecile, which it's, is like yeah, it's, yeah. it's rare to use that word on someone, but like he's a imbecile the shoe supremely fits and soon to be single i bet and not in a like funny weird merry way no like he's not like he's like just like a dumb rich kid who thinks he's really profound yes which is like really like and traumatized living his trauma trauma and then it wants to like repeat the trauma or like relive it all the time with his partner he's He's constantly yeah. walking like the funeral procession of his mom at all times. Yes. Which is yes. like really horrible, but like you gotta you know, we have to move past this a little. <laughs> and then it's like yeah. but it's like it's like in the filmed version, it's like all of, like his brother and his family fades away and then just like the lady from Suits is beside him. Like mm-hmm. most, like but he's still a little boy. <laughs> she's like <laughs> Megan. If he was if he was like a prince in like you know twelve fifty or whatever, he would have easily bankrupted his kingdom with just like buying rare parchments and yes. then just like scrawling like doggerel on them. Like he is, but he was like so much more charming when he was just like the shitbag party ne'er do well. So. Yeah. yeah, he was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like even the like Nazi when even when he was like, oh, I think it's a great idea to be a Nazi for Halloween, which is like. That's not a costume. You're British. But like they're, you know, it's like they even that was somehow more charming than whatever this like farcical, you know, Spotify exclusive is that they're like shoving down everyone's fucking The, the biggest non-podcasters in the world. Dude, the fact that <laughs> yes. the fact that they would have somebody come in and actually ask the guests the questions and then Meghan Markle would read like the questions in an empty studio to nobody to like they couldn't even have a comment yeah. that is just oh my god i didn't even realize that's crazy that. i didn't yes, know that they, either yes they would have producer producers Producies. like actually conduct producers <laughs> they would have a couple of deuces come in at the spotify studies and uh and like actually interview i don't know deepak chopra or whatever and then to megan markle would like 
come in for like half an hour and like in an empty for room like insert for like insert the questions God. herself. Guys, what are we doing? Do you know how like <laughs> shitty yes. you have like how it's untalented you have to be for like Bill Simmons to think that you don't have any talent? <laughs> like <laughs> you have to be really fucking bad it's, for him to not be like that's a that's a it's winner. Really, that's on my that's on my Mount Rushmore. It's really crazy too how much like about. suits is like part of the American fabric now. Insane. No, oh, yeah. but I th- I have a like, third eye the on first, that. The first oh. time you like when you open Netflix, it's like the first thing you see. It's the most streamed show in like Netflix history. It's, yes. and they're doing a new. They're rebooting the suits. They're rebooting suits. Yeah. So I have my theory. I have twofold theory about that. One is I think it has to just do with like the fact that they were able to pick up syndication rights for something that like had so many fucking seasons and that nobody had really gotten Mm. into. So like clearly there was something already about suits that it was able to reach the syndication, like whatever the threshold is that they have to do for, to get into syndication rights or whatever. But like, so there was already something there that like some sort of niche audience was watching on like TBS or whatever the fuck it was on before. Right. And then Netflix was able to kind of like get this show that already had bingeable amount of seasons that like none of their other shows do because they're like literally making them in real time, you know? And so they're like, oh, we can give you like seven, eight seasons or whatever this is of this crap show, which you little piggies just want to watch some Mm -hmm. trash. And now you have it and you've never seen it. And it was like right when everyone was like caught up in like Markle fever. Yeah. Yeah. And And was like caring about the, yeah. For their also Netflix documentary. You can watch that and then you can go binge suits. Yeah. I remember I knew suits was coming because I was on a plane this spring and there was a bro sitting next to me watching suits. And I was like, this is weird. And then suits is coming. Suits is coming. (laughs) Suits is coming. Years ago, I was like out one night like doing blow with like some Hollywood Nepo babies. And one of them turned to me and said, I really love watching suits. Wow. And I was so, like, you know, what's a Nepo thing. That, like, <laughs> was it really I know. It's a rich kid. It was a bizarre show. admission. <laughs> a late night I know admission. that it was like one of those shows that had a weird online fandom. Like when it was yeah. on, it had like a bit of like robust web board like following of people that loved like whatever those like tv fan websites were back in like 2010 2008 whatever it was like suits had like a big one for that it was like one of those niche shows so it's just funny that it was able to kind of like find the second and it's funny that we were like the writer's strike like we were it's like what part of what we were like striking about was like the people that wrote these episodes suits. that were getting s- no more suits. no more suits we were on strike about suits but these show it got streamed like eight 12 billion times or something and like they didn't no. get any like monetary like no money from that yeah which is like insane so that's like it's just it was yeah. all like very time everything was very like timely and had synergy like you said mm. um but yeah, so it's a suits it's world, a suits, babe. We're just it's a suits in world. It. Suits God. is somehow like the hotel in The Shining, like the way <laughs> that it has. It's always been there. Yeah, like there's always been mm-hmm. a suits. Like you're looking back in like the radio archives. It's like 
my God, <laughs> suits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, let, so what did suits you guys is think? Such a good name for <laughs> yeah. a show. Suits. It's like uh, the Usual Suspects end, and we're like going back yeah. through everything, and we're just seeing like Meghan Markle in like a little charcoal gray skirt suit popping up, and this like archival yeah. footage. Abe, Abe Lincoln from the 1970s. being shot at like a live action theatrical showing of Suits. <laughs> A suit, suits on Broadway is coming. Yes. Suits, <laughs> suits no. the musical. Suits the musical. Pixar suits. Pixar suits. Um, we bought a just, suit. I feel like in the last, the last <laughs> bit of this, we should just. I need to just like play out this like LD Monica dynamic. Yes. It's like truly the scene in Rachel getting married. I know I always talk about Rachel getting married on this podcast, but when. Anne Hathaway and Anne Hathaway right. and Deborah Winger slap each other. It felt like truly yeah. something we should not be seeing, and it made me deeply uncomfortable. Yes, LD, well, LD keeps trying to shut it down. Yeah, but she's also the MVP, I mean, she, and you know that like she knows exactly how to get under her daughter's skin, mm. and then to see her successfully get Monica to like go off camera. And then sit down in her seat and like continue the conversation. I was like, this woman is a genius and like she needs to be in every episode because she wants it so badly. She's competing. But she also has crazy eyes. Like she's not yeah, to be she trusted. She's El Diablo. She's El D. <laughs> she's <laughs> Lil Debbie. She is like, she's, so she, yeah, Monica, like, and Angie go at it. It's like the same shit they've been talking about, about the husband and the room, the rumors and nastiness. But, rumors and nastiness. But LD comes over out of nowhere and just goes, stop it. What are you doing? And yeah. it felt so like I've been, or like your mom's like pinching you in church to shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like she yeah. comes out of nowhere and just goes, what are, keep your voice down. You were in someone else's home. And it's like, where did you come from? Holy shit. Well, she was like sitting there just like staring at them for a long time too. Like she was trying to like take it all in or like communicate with her eyes. She was doing that kind of like mother's mother knows best like communication with your eyes of like, look at me and understand I'm trying to tell you to shut the mm -hmm. fuck up, you know, and wasn't going to happen. No. And so then she had to like kind of intervene. And then it was so sad when she's like, just go, just go. I don't know. It made me like very like upset i felt like i was watching like you said i was watching something i shouldn't see there was like a dynamic a very very um baby monica yeah <laughs> like when that's like playing out i was just like wait no i don't want to think of these people as like no, real people I hundred, it, mm -hmm. it made like, me sad difficult inner lives and when she starts speaking in portuguese i was like oh no you know it's bad when the parent speaks yeah. in like the family's native language yeah. Yeah. It's unhealed personal dynamic that's like too raw mm -hmm. to be playing out on cameras, like, because that's not going to solve any of their problems, but they're here. So I say, let's let it keep roll. them rolling. Keep it yeah. rolling. Let it fucking <laughs> yeah. rip. LD goes, You're both beautiful, powerful women, like trying to <laughs> broker peace between them. Monica also is very Jen Shaw esque. She is. Yes. Her humor yeah. and her mannerisms, I was like, this is Jen Jr. A well, hole she's... in the show that needs to be filled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what a hole it was. Um, she, I will say, like, I I feel for Jen, I feel for Monica, like, this is to be kind of reverting and regressing into, like, little child mode with your parent. You'll never mm -hmm. be, like, seen as a adult to them. But I also was like, yeah, you're in someone's home and, like, making a scene 
and like you are the one you, you're on TV. You're on TV, doll, and you're also <laughs> a camera crew. Keep your shit together. <laughs> keep your shit together, doll. And also, you're the one that like fucking. You're the one that said this thing about her husband, who's sitting right there, that he's off like mm-hmm. boinking yeah. twink pussy, you know, in like the streets of Salt Lake City. So it's like you're, you know, you're the cause of this, and you're acting certainly extremely bratty right now. And I just was like very. I did not like it. It was uncomfortable. Well, I think that like all of these women, and this goes across French. This crosses all franchises. Like they like to have it both ways at any given time, which is like not just am I all, am I the victim or whenever I decide I am, but also like um, oh we need to talk about this now, but also um, we need to like keep it down because you're being rude to me. The TV the TV's on. That you know they they want to they want to have like. Uh, they want to pretend like the cameras aren't there while still also always performing for the cameras at all times. And I know that that's the like crux of reality TV, but we are like so far beyond yeah. that. Like it's 2023 that you just like can't buy any of the bullshit no. anymore. You know what I mean? So when she goes into her baby Monica thing, <laughs> baby it's like Monica. on the one hand, yes. <laughs> I like young Monica. Understand young Monica. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Young Ellen. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. A portion of yeah. Monica is a young baby. I, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel for her in the sense that it's like, I do think that, like, what we witnessed was kind of something like a, like a primal scene that we should not have, like, born witness to. But also, like, hun, you're on TV. Like, you're playing a character of yourself. Like, play this out you know what you're yeah. doing you know exactly what you're doing but that's that's the thing with like a mom or a sibling is like no matter how much like self-aware you are about the role you're playing they can just they can turn off family yeah. can turn off like they can turn you into lizard brain where you're just like in survival yeah. mode and like you suddenly like fugue and you're like i'm not because monica even at the end when she gathered her daughters and was like you can get your own ride home bitch to her mom and she was like, come on, honey, we're leaving. We're leaving. It was very, like, I almost think she was, like, suddenly embarrassed and was like, I have to get out of here so mm. fast because I just forgot that I was on yeah. camera. Yeah, and totally. I felt bad because she also was, like, punishing her daughters who wanted to stay. They were like, we haven't done the Easter egg thing. And I'm like, this whole holiday is, like, for children at yeah. the end of the day. It and you're an Easter making... bunny that delivered the invitations. I know. Like, you're now making your kids pay for your own, like, shitty dynamic with your mom. So you're basically perpetuating the cycle. Like, they're going to tell their therapists about this. <laughs> and I wrote, babies having babies. Wow. It's true. Mm. And, and I also think it was... It was there was this amazing moment where like everyone's gathered like doing the money game and you just see Monica in the back alone at post fight and she's just staring and I was like haunting. Oh, I will say this at every real housewives mass event like this, like a party, <laughs> one of them always seems to be like that in the back. You know, like like I don't know if I've ever been to a, a, a an event where I've like sat like this in the back by myself i would leave like any normal person but like they can't for most of the time and so it's like there's always somebody just like kind of pouting in a corner yeah yeah maybe as a child to find oneself as the powder in the corner it's like Mm. it's bad things have taken a wrong turn and if you don't know who the powder in the corner is 
it's you mm. at the mass no. at the mass event. I keep hearing mass I extinction also... event. Yes. Well, <laughs> I also loved when like there's just chaos, women fighting, like yelling at each other, hurling insults, and then it cuts to Angie K's dad just like playing like an instrument <laughs> alone. I was like, that's very beautiful and poignant. He's like, think. Imagine how far yeah. you'd have to like your life has taken you from like Crete or whatever in the 1960s. <laughs> 1950s where he grew up in his little simple fishing village uh and then having his daughter like have to call him and be like so like one of my co-workers is going to prison now and like <laughs> yeah it's like like do you like like oh my god I can't but i'm gonna imagine. be on the show full time so yeah. we're gonna have an easter party next exactly. year please yes. come <laughs> yeah bring your guitar imagine like yeah being like this like and then your daughter calls you and she's like so this woman's coming over who says that sean is like the godfather of salt lake city bussy mm-hmm. and like <laughs> is but we're inviting her and her whole family over so you have to like make nice you know and like just yeah. being like from like macedonia just being like what what? what the fuck is my life? <laughs> what? I, I'm here I'm to here in, what? But we invented such <laughs> methods of lovemaking. Yeah. <laughs> the Greek way. There's like there was like that one throwaway line that made me laugh so hard where I can't remember who it was, but they're like, Oh, the Greek and the Portuguese. Yes, we understand yes, each other so yes. well. And I was like, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that true. that's the traditional never known that to be thing. never heard the that traditional one. alliance don't think between that's the Greek right. and the Portuguese people. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. both like fish. They like that was LD. No, I think everybody likes that. fish, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. She was trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because there was really she is, was trying. Because LD kisses she wants on this show. She wants it bad. LD kisses uh, uh, the the grand mm-hmm. the the elderly Greek fisherman by on the both on both cheeks in the Greek style, mm-hmm. which is actually let's be it's just all Europeans seem to do that until yeah, you get to Germany and South America in uh, South America. It's people just, just everywhere do that. But, but America, North America. America. We just don't do it. And you know what? I'm glad for it. <laughs> and, I, and I'll add in the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. They, they don't do it, do it there either. either. And then the Germany. Once you get Germanary. <laughs> Germany. Germanary? Once you get Germany, they don't do it there either, which I'm really – that's – I don't – because who knows where those lips have been. Um, and uh, <laughs> they kiss each other and she's like, oh, wow. Like she understands like Greek, you know, Greek kissing. Like I can't believe my – he's like, what are you talking about? Greek kiss, kissing. it's kissing on the cheek. That, if if there is something called Greek kissing, that is not what Greek kissing. <laughs> no, it's like it's like some obscure, like horrible, you know, a, a yogic form of like analingus that was invented <laughs> in the in the in the Sean bowels of the Parthenon. Yeah, yeah Sean invented. Sean, it. let Sean and his like hairstylist assistant show us. It always Aww. it always unnerves me when a hairstylist wears a hat like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why hide? Yeah. When he got into What's bed, under- I think it was last week. He got into bed and pulled the covers up, but was also wearing a hat till the very. <laughs> end. I was like, "This is too far." Hat He's- in bed is insane. Oh my god! But hat he- in bed was yeah. crit- to let a hat touch a pillow is like He's hot. You're on a new level. He's a ball daddy. I'm like, <laughs> lean into it. I love it. Do you yeah, think he's gay? Yeah. Bruce Willis. Um, just embrace it. I don't know. I feel like. I mean, not even because of like the hair. Like, I think no, no. I don't know if he like, is. I what get you... my hair cut by a guy. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, there was a moment last week when we were talking, where we were recapping it, where I was like, I felt the moment when she tells him like, "There's a rumor about you having sex with men." His face just like dropped, and it 
it felt less like oh i've just been outed and more like this is something i've had to like deal with people, for people decades. have always been like you're gay yeah, yeah you're yeah, gay and yeah. it's like i felt like he's been bullied yeah i felt like someone just just the horrors of masculinity and like our society mm-hmm. and like that's i felt more like he's a straight man that's just always been called gay yeah. and it's like he's not ashamed of it but then i'm like but he also could be gay <laughs> yeah well what true. also was crazy is that like monica said in this episode that she's heard this rumor for years yeah. and she initially represented it like it was like a new rumor on the scene that yeah. had just like broken through but it actually has just been like making it a rumor for years to me that makes it like less true because it's just like mm-hmm. oh you're targeting a hairdresser the thing is like in, saying, like, in utah like like everything's different like i went i went i went there i was the last time i was there i went there for <laughs> something called alpha con which i was kicked out of within well they actually just didn't even let me in um and <laughs> and, you got and i got covid pretty much immediately it was like a one two thing i was it was a short trip and a, a unsuccessful one but the the What's thing alpha con it was uh a it's it was kind of like a pre-andrew tate like like, mm. like a masculinity thing, but it's like utah style so all the guys are wearing like the tightest craziest craziest tight pants you've ever seen but also that end like here mm. and then they're wearing like kind of like zip up side boots but the side boots end a little early so it just kind of looks like they're wearing high heels um <laughs> and but they're also all like um uh, you know, sort of capri pants. Yeah, fat. I guess the word would be so. Like they're they're sort of like spilling mm. over the tight pants, mm. but the shirt's also tight. And I think they kind of lecture each other on like real estate MLMs. Love that. This is definitely a mass they, event. Yeah, it was a mass <laughs> event, and they had a, they had a harpist in the lobby, which I thought was crazy. It's like, um, not very alpha. Joanna yeah. Newsom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's they, crazy. They, she was the musical guest. It was Joanna Newsom. It's like MLM real estate and then like the Tom Cruise character Magnolia being like, tame the cunt. Yes. (laughs) I actually do think that that, that's like what I I think it is kind of I think it is the tame the pussy. But they all are like they're also in classic Utah style polyamorous, uh, but also uh, virtuous husbands. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Only goes one way. A man can have many wives, but a wife can't have many husbands. Truth. Laura and I, when, sp- when we went for a sub show, we did like a the day of the show. We like palled around and like went to the Mormon epicenter of Salt Lake City, like with the yeah. Tabernacle, and we did like a full tour. And it was like it was pretty wild. We saw like a bunch of like LD like pioneer looking women who like look like fundamentalist Mormon women. Remember that? And mm-hmm. Laura went to the ancestry place. Oh yeah, like, and I was like, they almost got my they ass. They almost got you. They own Ancestry dot com, and they own. Um, Do they? they own, then they did get me because I <laughs> all the DNA swabbing things. Like you know, like you can find out. Like ooh, I'm um, f- like you know, Albanian or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Those are all owned by Mormon companies. Yeah, and so is one eight hundred contacts. Which I use. Interesting, and they also really you know, the so whole, nice. Mormons can also baptize you after you're dead. Yeah, yes. and so yeah, I did know that. Um, much to my shock, as a as a young man, I found out that Anne Frank was Mormon when I was in high school. No, um, yeah, she, they, they got bat- her. Ass. Was, they were. She was like one of the first <laughs> that they got. 
Because you yeah. know they were like, oh shit! Like once they like once they made that they're part like, of the thing, we're gonna try this out. They're yeah. like, who can we get? Who's a big get? Let's do Anne Frank. <laughs> we gotta get Let's Gandhi. Do Anne Frank. Yeah. Wow. They're, Jesus, they both be like, thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. You can baptize. You can also like you can atone for someone else after death. Yeah. And like, I guess you get baptized and then it baptizes them by proxy or something so sick like that a lot of convenience crazy yeah 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 they're just making up new rules all the time i know it's a real diy religion (laughs) (laughs) i was just in utah this weekend why it's beautiful i was in for the eclipse oh but it is it was like near moab it was a annular total or like the ring of fire eclipse totalitarian was it crazy yeah. looking <laughs> yeah it was really wild but i was i just kept thinking like i understand why the mormon pioneers saw this as like the promised land because it is like it feels mm. like biblical when you're there it's pretty wild yeah. did you look straight into the eclipse? i had the glasses so i did i had my cavalier who's down here on like a papoose mm. on top of a bluff a cavalier a, yeah a cavalier <laughs> spaniel show him Oh, he's wearing a Halloween angel mango. <laughs> oh, mango! But he he was, but it felt like I was like, I mean, Moab's pretty liberal, but I was like, this is the whole state is just such a surreal place. It's like, yeah, no, it's mm. it's not America. It's really weird. It's its own. Yeah, it's like the it truly is the wild rat, the wild west, it's and like the show. lack of like regulations around stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or then there's too many regulations. You can't have you can't yeah. have a, a, a nice a nice point. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. It feels sort of like a like unchained like id of America. Like the amount of like scammy companies that are able to operate there. The bizarre like weird religious stuff. The the kind of like frontier. You know, everyone just make it make their own way. Like you're kind of on your own in Utah. No one's taking care yeah, of like, you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what like I mean? racist manifest destiny shit. And like, yeah, oh, it yeah, is totally. It is really true. Yeah, and also like as a teenager at therapeutic boarding school is like the one place you never want to yes. end up. Yes, is Utah. Yeah, like it's everyone knows that that's like the end of the they line. Would, they for would you. threaten you if like you you'll get sent down to Utah. Like that's like mm-hmm. you're, you're you're done. Yeah, it's over after that, that. or they'd be like, "You're gonna get sent out of the country." That Whoa. was the scariest one. Wait, the craziest <laughs> thing too was when I was looking at schools initially. Like, we had an educational consultant who's just like the person that goes between oh, the yeah. parents and um, the schools and like brokers the deal. But I had been researching. I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, boarding schools in Jamaica. Like, that's (laughs) – and I was literally like, maybe (laughs) I want to, like, be on the beach. And I'm (laughs) so fucking glad that that did not happen because they literally, like, put kids in cages in those Yeah, yeah. Those places are, like – yeah, they're, like – it's, like, sallow. human rights violation. Yeah, like, it's – that's the end. That's wild. I like this full circle. We began with – I know. Therapeutic boarding school. I was just thinking I could see Mary getting into this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100. Absolutely. Use I'm your shocked words. that she didn't send. <laughs> I could see her having sent Robert Jr. Oh. to one of those. I could yeah. see her sending Robert Jr. to one of those now. Like getting yeah. kidnapped now. Him and his wife. Mm-hmm. But her forgetting. Mm. <laughs> She's like, where is he? Where's. I don't know. Yes, yeah, and years. having like a, like a Bravo style, like. Doot, 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 like kind of like happy confused music playing behind her like looking in cabinets at her house like robert <laughs> robert 
She asks the fireplace, where is he? Yeah, where <laughs> is he? It's like that, that Quentin Tarantino photo shoot where he's just like looking around yeah. his house. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Guys. Guys, thank you so much this was, for being on the pod. This was a joy and like a mega episode. And I'm like, I feel like it was a gift to have you guys on. It was so great. This was yeah. a blast. Thank you. This was so fun. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah. We never get to do fun shit like this. We got to do our own dumb show. Oh, my God. Well, you're <laughs> welcome back literally anytime. Yeah. Um, and next time we're in New York, you have, we have to, like, meet IRL and be Absolutely. Yeah. Be friends. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I also, I'm trying to, well, I'll tell you after we stop recording. Yeah. Well, if you guys, right. I don't think you need to plug <laughs> yourselves because everyone knows where to find you. But if you want to. That's called cool. yeah. You. Tell them where true and non. Tell them what's good. True and non, <laughs> like uh, it's one word, but it's brace. He's in the cabinets at your house. Look yeah. there. Listen, I'm just yeah. I'm in the like the underneath the floorboards, looking at uh, at you. Yay! Well, thanks again, guys. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness smith Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.